We take key quotes and moments from a film and allow that to drive a two-hour glorious, glorious conversation. This Talking During Movies is brought to you by Trump Motivational Quotes. Are you a 10-year-old crying over the earth getting too warm, suntans lasting too long, and trees disappearing? Well, let me introduce you to President-elect Donald Trump, who will take your frown and turn it upside down. In cards, in voicemails, in memes, and videos and tweets, for just 1995, Donald Trump, the President of the United States with a little hint of orange, will give you the motivation you need to make sure that all the things you're saying are wrong and all the things he's saying are right. Trump Motivational Quotes. Find them at trumpmotivationalquotes.com or at your local Walmart. And now to the movie. Ladies and gentlemen, our returning champion, three-time intercontinental champion. He comes in at 6'11", 240 pounds, 8% body fat, and a shalong that'll make you blush. My good friend, your good friend, a man who's very popular on every podcast that he's on, Mr. John Keeling. Sir, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks. Only one of those things was true about me, by the way. Yes, and it was, oh, baby. Ooh. And it was all of them. A few drops of spill. Yeah, it's, it's an old rug. That's going out to our homies that have gone on before. That's right. So, John, you picked the movie tonight. I uh, did. They're driving a convertible. Uh, this is like us in a car. This is, so one of the weird things about all of, so what, let's first of all, probably, the movie's called The Internship. Uh, and one of my favorites, it doesn't get the love it deserves. Now, why do you think it doesn't get the love it deserves? Because they're driving around a convertible Chrysler pretending to be rich? Oh, and they were listening to like 90s, I can't even, it wasn't Alanis Morissette, but it was someone else. But it was some 90s girl power music that was awesome. Um, I think it doesn't get the love because it's the return of Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson, and everyone expected another Wedding Crashers, which was legendary in every way sure and it wasn't that but it was amazing i i actually it's one of my favorite movies i actually watch it frequently now what makes you uh enjoy this this i mean they're a comedy dynamic duo right yes they are and they've um you know they've they've spun off and tried to do their own kind of versions of what some might consider to be a wedding crashers or something yeah uh you know uh and then they they came back they do this together 
other com comedic duos have tried to do what they do. What makes them win? And uh, what do you think? What do you think that is it real chemistry? Is it just great acting? What do you think is going on here? I think it's real chemistry, and you've got two talkers. Like Vince is your classic talker, and then Owen Wilson's just smart and witty and the lovable talker. But they're both good. Like <laughs> <laughs> there's things you can't see. <laughs> I won't talk about that. No, we won't. We won't. We won't. But it was quite funny. It's quite funny. You're going to have to watch the movie, see what's going on. Uh, I got an email the other day. Someone was like, hey, you used to count in the movies and let us know where you're watching. And um, I, I have stopped doing that. I apologize. Let's see what we can get on going. We're three minutes and 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45. One of the um, three minutes, 45 seconds in plus. Uh, one of the things that we really enjoyed, that I really enjoyed, John, is it seems like, you know, you, you find, I think you're right, they, they have a really good chemistry, they seem like legit friends, but also, you know, I, I see these guys doing their sales, you know, hanging out, drinking, having a good time, running around, having fun. This is, um, and you brought this up as we were My life. This is, this is our life, right? Yes. I mean, we run yeah. around. This is one of the things, I mean, we can go into a, into a crazy restaurant, we can go in anywhere we want to and make it a great time. Yes, we can. Uh, you know, there are there are people that, uh, unfortunately, that, that can't do that, and there's some that can, and, you know, it's, um, you find, it's a very interesting thing, because generally speaking, if you just put me in a room, I'm just quiet and kind of by myself. Yeah. Right? But you put me with one of my friends and you put me in a room, you, know, you put a couple cocktails in me, maybe drop a hit of acid, uh, maybe have some edibles, <laughs> maybe do some mushrooms, maybe do all of them. Which, once this posts, <laughs> I'm going to post a picture of you on acid so the world can know just what I'm, what I'm <laughs> dealing gonna, with. You're going you're gonna to do tag a little talking during movies when, uh, when uh, you took a tour of a kitchen. Mm. And I believe a young lady had her first lesbian experience. She did. She did. It was beautiful. I like how innocent she was. My friend just wants to take me to the mountains. Well, there's only one sleeping bag. Yeah, we're just, just because she says it gets cold. <laughs> Body heat. It's, I've tried to use that move many times. It's never worked for it's me. It's never worked for me. And it never works for another dude. It's not like I'm like, hey, bro, you want camping? Just one bag would be fine. We'll just body heat it up. P.S. How good are you at keeping secrets? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Ooh, we have John Goodman in this film. Oh, yeah. He's their boss at the watch company. Telling them they're dinosaurs and he's shutting the shutting it down. Shutting it down. Um, your jobs. You've had quite a few different jobs. Oh yeah. Let's go through your resume. All right. Uh, we got um, catch me up here. We've got professional basketball. I did do that. We uh, sales for um, for a couple different car care companies. Yep. Three of them to be exact. Three to be exact. Um, didn't you like go? Take kids and then lock them away in camps somewhere. I, I did. Well, you were I like did. you were you were like, you were like a modern day. Uh, I was uh, dog the bounty hunter were, for yeah. juveniles. Dog the bounty hunter for yeah. juveniles. I would go locate runaways, and because in California you couldn't lock a kid down uh, if with no child left behind. If the kid wasn't going to school, then the schools would step in and they'd send them away to lock lockdown schools, which looked very familiar to strike. I can't talk. I apologize, people. I haven't been drinking. Uh, uh, they look a lot like jails. That's interesting how those lockdown schools yeah. look like jails. Is it to keep the kids from leaving? It's to keep bad people out. 
keep bad people out. Maybe yeah. you can get those good good kids in. Double cyclone fences, locking doors. It's a good time. It seems like a fire hazard. No, no, it's okay. It's like there's nothing to burn. Not even paper. Yeah. I always wondered because I mean. I would go grab kids in the middle of the night, and then they just wouldn't show back up to school again. So no friends knew they were going anywhere. Just like all of a sudden, some kid leaves from your class. Like, does, do people ever ask questions? Where did but where did Billy go? Yeah. He's not yeah. coming back for several years. Santa wrapped him up in a little box, took him away. Yeah, little Billy guy. Do you? I, I got it like that. Some kid goes to the milk company. Hey, can you put my friend Billy's picture on this milk carton? Uh, you called the police? Oh, fuck the police, man. Milk's where it's at. Then little Billy's drinking from that same milk carton and is locked down school in Kanab, Utah. Kanab, Utah. So He's a star. You could, you could cross state lines with those kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had full, I was a full basic parental guardian or whatever. I had legal guardianship of them for a week. Now, did you have to, uh, did you have to get permission for, Jesus. Do you have to get permission, um, or, or was there special paperwork you had to have to, to cross the lines and go? Like, I can just imagine like, this kid like beating on the side of the window as someone's driving by, yelling, I'm kidnapped, and then oh, yeah, some, they did that. some helicopter parents just like, oh my god. Ooh, yeah, no, no. We, had, we had paperwork with us, and usually if it was going to be an issue, law enforcement was informed ahead of time. So. Well, I mean, you're sneaking in at midnight to grab these kids. Sorry, he's saying Barcelona. Barcelona. Is that with a lisp? Yes. Barcelona. Barcelona. Mi amor. Mi amor. <laughs> this is, uh, you know, as, as he loses his job, as he's losing his stuff, right? He's also losing his lady. Yeah. She's taking it all. She's taking it all. Now, you, you've had some ladies that, that uh, oddly enough, you've tried to lose, and they just... <laughs> I mean, you've lost jobs, you've quit jobs, you've moved to other cities, yeah. you've flown into Orange County secretly un still find un me. Under, under different names, and yet still, they'll be waiting at the baggage carousel, yeah. just riding around on it, just sniffing for you like a bloodhound. When you get your bags, and instead of going for the, air, the exit, you go for the sheriff, you yeah. know you're having a good day. <laughs> so, how did you find me? How do I not find you? Exactly. What's what's that like? Uh, not someone not only just not letting go, because that's yeah. one thing to not let go. But what's that like to feel that presence, even when they're not there, of the stalker? To call in stalked to work. Yeah, because they're sitting outside your house and you can't leave. Yeah, because folks, once again, I've heard the intro. He's almost seven feet tall. He doesn't just slide out of windows. No. Like, She's, he's not the five foot one cute little actress who's like, oh my God, someone's here. I'm gonna sneak out my back window, jump over the fence, go to my friend's house, climb in through their doggy door and call the police. Not how it works. No, the only place I blend in is Japan. Well, yeah, but I mean, you're a natural there. It's you and Yao Ming and, uh, <laughs> and a couple others, you know, um, Jeremy Chen and uh, who's the other guy? I believe those guys are Chinese, Jeremy Lin. Jeremy yeah. Lin, yes. Yeah, I think he's, is he from Taiwan? I don't know. I don't He's know. Asia Pacific, gentlemen. Yeah. Asia Pac. This I is where I probably could say something really insensitive. I think I already have. <laughs> <laughs> I think I already have. So as, as a, you know, we're, we're at the baseball senior, as a, and you as, as a player, uh, me as a parent, not a player. I, dude, I, 
I've seen the fights. I've seen the people wow. yelling. I've seen this. What's wrong with parents? I mean, and first of all, Luke Wilson, it's a cheap shot to punch him in the nose. Yeah. Okay, that's a big target. Yeah, that is. Hey, easy. 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 Just easy. I'm getting ready to go in for another surgery on my nose. You are. So what? what's wrong with parents? Are they, are they parents, trying to live the dream through their kids? Oh, absolutely. They never really lived the life that they wanted. And so their kid's going to do it if it's the last thing they do. And they're going to live the dream through their kids. Yeah, the only dream I have for my kid to live, the only dream is just getting better grades than me, which is D's and C's is all you got to be. It's all you got to be in, in, in middle school and high school is D's and C's. You feel like you did better than that. Really? No. D's and C's? D's and C's. I barely got Was it because you were bored? So bored. There you go. <laughs> well, you know, I fit with school. I fit with sitting me down for eight hours in a desk and handing Authority figures. <laughs> Authority figures are just, those are right in my alley. See, what I needed they in my never life. Win. <laughs> they don't ever, ever win. Not at all. Look at these two just yeah. drinking on the side. Saying inappropriate things in front of a in front of a mom at the park, I'm guilty of that all the time. I mean, I, we just talked to a mom that I'm guilty of saying inappropriate things in front of all the time. <laughs> you know, we were uh, shout out to a Brett Lucchetto. We were going to uh, do wedding crashers, but we really thought that would break his heart to such a point that he may not. I mean, he's already mad about the Tim Kennedy thing. Yeah, still. Tim Kennedy loves me. What can I well, say? I, listen, you guys instantly became friends, exchanged phone numbers, over FaceTime. Uh, he's offered you several times to be in the 511 uh, tactical, uh, you know, magazines as a model, just running around, you know, because they do have a big and tall section. When you got it, you got or, it. Or they just call it the target section. Yeah, it's all bright <laughs> orange, but it looks good on you. Looks great on you. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. And, you know, and he's like, now try to hide. Now, escape your stalkers. Yeah, now, you escape your stalkers like this. I mean, first of all, what a great friend to have when you had your stalker. Because you could you could have just called Tim Kennedy. Uh, that would have been nice to have. <laughs> just, Tim, I'm scared. I'm really scared. There's John, a naked woman standing over me, and it's 2 in the morning. John, remember your training. Tim, super scared. <laughs> have, you, uh, have you ever... I, I, how did you get your job? Like, did you apply for them? Or was it word of mouth? Was it just friends bringing you in? How did you get your jobs? How did I get my jobs? It's usually word of mouth. I don't, I don't think there's really many that I've gotten that I've applied for. Where so. you did like the whole application process online and then the yeah. recruiter's like, yeah, we'd like to set up a call with you. And you're like, okay. They set yeah. up the call and then they follow by like, you know what? Our management team would like to do a Skype interview with you. And then that gets them like, you know what? We'd like to bring you to our corporate office. And have you meet with 10 different people over two hours. Yeah. The ones where I've done that, I, I've never gotten one of those jobs. It's always been through people I know. Yeah. I'm with you. I've never, uh, I've never applied for a job and gotten it that way. Never. I mean, all my jobs that I've gotten, people have known who I was, who I was, and I was like, "Oh, we're doing this. Can you? You should come join us." Oh, I feel like for any job you want, that's not the way it works. I mean, they'll put it out there and people apply, but they, most jobs they know who they're going to hire. Oh, when yeah. they put the, post the job, it's a formality. Is that a neck tattoo? Of that is. Girl? That is a sweet neck tattoo. Uh, the neck tattoo reminds me of, of, of life goals that I have. One of them, which, you know, you got to set big goals, is winning the lottery. 
Um, and, and I think first thing I'm doing is I'm getting a neck tattoo. Mm, I like it. I just, I really think that for my um, general pudginess, that I think a neck tattoo looks nice. I think it toughens me up a little bit. I've already got a face you want to punch. I might as well have the neck tattoo to really just say, I'm the guy you punch. I think you can add some structure to your jawline. It's not you think so. I can do shading? I think you can do some shading, you some contour. I think if women can do it with makeup, you certainly can do it with a tattoo to slim yourself right down. Now, do you think, uh, you know, so you're winning the lottery. What's the first thing you get? What's the first thing you buy? How much lottery am I winning? Let's, well, let's, let's, go, let's, go, let's go today. So today's lottery is at $200 million. $200 million. So if you got it in Texas, but you don't because you, you live in, in, a, in a different state. So there's two beautiful things about winning the lottery in Texas. Okay. Maybe, maybe this is why I moved to Texas. No okay. one will know. One, there's uh, no state income tax. All right. All right, so you're just paying the I have no state tax. income tax. Two, you can create a trust to claim that lottery and then your name is not put in the papers. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> so that means not only would my, no one would know, I mean, I mean, my wife wouldn't know, no one would know that I won the lottery. I would just let her know that a couple of the businesses I've been working with have taken off. Doing real good. We're doing, we're doing good. I got a raise. I got a raise. Five dollars an hour. We're gonna we're gonna do a couple things around the house. By a couple, I mean a lot. We got some fixing up to do around the house. We're gonna get a bigger TV. I'm gonna get a neck tattoo. And I'm gonna wear a goatee. <laughs> Real nice goatee. Real classy. And some white snakeskin boots. And some white snakeskin boots with a matching belt and cufflinks. Even with t-shirt, but still right on the Ooh. sleeve. We'll do a little white snakeskin cufflink. Ooh, t-shirt. Classy. Classic. But the first thing, so what's the first thing you're buying? You got a hundred, let's say it's about $130 million. I think that's about what it works out to after taxes. God, that's that's tough. What are you, well, first of all, are you getting the monthly payments or are you taking it all up front? Oh, I take it all up front. Yeah? Yeah. Screw monthly payments. I want it now. You want it now? If I'm going to blow it and be poor in three months, I want to do it good. <laughs> Isn't that what most people do? It is. So, yeah, I, the first thing I buy is probably some. I'd buy some property in Montana. Yeah? Yeah. See, I am, um, I, the first thing I'm doing, I'm doing three things right away. Okay, I'm ready. All right, so. Neck tattoo, clearly. Clearly neck tattoo. I mean, that's just that's just part of celebrating. Yeah. So one, I'm, uh, I've, got, I've got three things in the docket that I'm just gonna do no matter what. Okay. One, I'm gonna coordinate <clears throat> a guy's trip and say that I won a contest. So they Perfect. still don't know I won the lottery. Ooh. We just won a contest. We all got spending cash. We fly city to city and pick people up in a private jet. Yep. I think that's fantastic. <laughs> fantastic idea. And we're going someplace obscure. Because I want to be I want to win like a shitty contest, but also it's kind of a good contest. So we're going to like somewhere in Michigan or Minnesota, okay. but it's a small town, but it's big enough that everyone knows the private plane came in, but small enough that there's only a couple of good dive bars, you know, and some decent food and a Papa John's for late night, right? <laughs> and maybe maybe it's just a private jet up to uh, to Whitefish, Montana for a week. I'm, I'm down. But so you got that, so there's one. Two, okay. I, gotta buy, I gotta buy a couple of cars because I don't have a car right now. Okay. So I gotta, I gotta get the, um, I just wanna get a Ford F-250 Super Duty King Ranch Edition. Okay. With uh, just a, but only a four inch lift 
Mm. Not a six. Don't go four six. inch lift. Gotta go four. I just want a little lift. You're just showing off if you get six. Yeah, and also the tires look tiny on that 250. Yeah. Right? You go three, four inches and, and you can get a little tiny bigger tire, but I think it looks nice. Okay. So Classic. do that. I like and it. And then the second car is um, there's, a, there's a place down in LA. They do these, um, they do a, a 67 and a half, 68. They call it a 67 Eleanor. Mm -hmm. Right? They redo it. And they'll custom make it for you so it's a retro mod so all the internal stuff and the shocks and everything are brand new but mm -hmm. the body is 67. yeah black on black on black with ac that blows at 50 degrees okay that's two three of the three things the third thing that i'm doing is uh so we've got the vacation we got this and then I, the, the third thing that i do is uh I start to just have, I, I go downtown and I find a small bar okay. and I create what has kind of already been created here, which is half podcast studio, half bar, but it's private. So only my friends have the code. So like 10 people have the code. Okay. And what you do is I have a bartender because I've got a, I've got a hundred and twenty, hundred and thirty million dollars, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure I can just have a bartender on call be like hey some people have lawyers on retainer you've got a bartender you've got on a retainer. bartender on retainer and you text him or her like listen i'll give you a salary you can work any other part-time job but i need you available okay i need you to work remote or just work from your home you can always in fact i prefer if you use the bar as your office mm. but i'm going to text you and give you a four-hour window and i want you to show up you'll get tips and i'm going to pay you 60 grand a year and you're on call perfect perfect Right? Okay. And you're done at midnight. There's no late nights. You clean up, you do everything. People can come after hours, but there's, an, or there's a day code, an evening code, right? Day mm -hmm. to evening. And then there's an after hours code. Ooh. But there's also, there's the podcast studio set up in there. There's the bar set up. They're just small, like the size yep. of dive bar, dirty bills, right? Small, yep. quaint, fun, fully stocked, fully loaded. Great place to go. Grab, like you want to go watch a, a, a football game? Boom, just shoot down there. Text our, text our bartender, yep. got it. So we got a place, it's fun, it's nice. Um, I've tinkered between wanting that and wanting a bigger space. Okay. Because I could have a basketball hoop in and other stuff. But- You almost went Joe Rogan on me. Like then I almost went Joe Rogan, right? Uh, Which then, isn't a bad idea. Not a bad, when you've got $120 million, I think you can go Joe Rogan. Yeah. I think you can. This is like 14,000 square feet. This yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really stuck at probably eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you got a good garage space. And the problem with the small space is I, the reason I like the small space is it requires me to Uber down. Okay. Right? Because I, I like to drink during my podcast. Okay. So it, th this requires me to Uber in, everything's set up. I punch in the code. I walk in, Mr. Jepson, so good to see you. Here's your cocktail. Boom, 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 boom. We're done. If you have 130 million, why not both? I mean, because then I think it's a little gluttonous. And I and I like the I like the intimacy and I like the idea of my phone buzzing and someone being like, oh, guess what? You know, John is in town and he just checked himself into the bar. Yeah. And we just call it TDM. What does that stand for? Talking during movies. There TDM. it is. But no one's allowed in. It's private. It's a private yeah. club. And I'll charge a, a dollar a year membership. I'll pay it. It'll be good. You know, I like it, it. it's funny because I've talked to other people like, well, I'd like to do a, uh, I'd hire all my friends. And I was like, listen, that sounds like a great idea until you're the tit for all your friends to eat and feed and do all this other stuff. It's like, 
if you kept it somewhat secret, yeah, but you were just really good, you just you did cool, you know, you did cool vacations, you fun things for your friends. If you were just that instead of being like, look at all this money, and now guess what, you can just hang out with me. No, and yeah. it just doesn't. The first of all, that doesn't even sound like fun. No. Oh, the other, the, the fourth thing, I'd probably buy a house in California somewhere. Oh. And then I'd let uh, Regan just take care of it. Oh, that's true. Because he needs to get out of the studio apartment. And two, it's just a good, it's, it's just, for me, that's just a real estate investment. Yeah. Put it over there, million and a half, two million dollars, right over there, there it is. But that's going to go to six, seven million dollars in 10 years. Done. 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 Vanessa will find you a perfect house. She will. Well, she's got a couple of perfect houses. She will do the best, that's for sure. So we were talking earlier, I was going about, you know, the whole process and they're in the Skype interview process. You know, have you done one of these Skype interviews before? No, never. God, they're awful. I can, I can only imagine. You know, now did you do an internship when you were in college? No, I did. I, I played basketball. You know, that, makes that sense. stuff. You did, yeah. I did do an internship while I was in high school though. Ooh, for what? Multnomah County Sheriff's Department. What did you do? I did a bunch of different things in jail downtown. Book them, Dano. Yeah, like, so I, I worked in a bunch of different areas, and the first one was like, what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> These guys are the so best. So good. And they kind of get technology, but 100% they don't get technology. Yeah. And they're doing this Skype interview from a library, yeah, which is fantastic. So how did you get an internship with the Sheriff's Department and why? So my high school was all geared towards law. What, what, high law. School, what high school was geared towards law? Like, isn't, that, isn't high school supposed to be like the open book? The it tabula is. rasa, the little clean slate that says you can do whatever you want as it long is. as it's in law enforcement. But, it, but in the 90s, people decided to try to start getting creative with school. Let's try different things where it's like targeted and you could, there were different programs you could choose from and mine, mine was the law one sounded the most interesting to me. So mine so. was woodshop, <laughs> home economics. Okay. So I could, I made a pillow Ooh. and I made my own pasta. Yeah, Maybe the did. chef I am today. And uh, woodshop. The foundations. I, I about lost some digits in woodshop. I'm not very good at cutting stuff with sharp instruments. It happens. I mean, I. I tried to cut the tree down up front. I had to be stopped, and my neighbor had to come in and show me how a chainsaw really works. Didn't help that the chainsaw I was using was dull. Kept kicking out. Hey, caught the you're tree. You're in Montana, though. Caught the tree on fire once. It's a good time. It's a real dry tree. It was dead <laughs> at its core. Oh, I feel like I was this kid when you met me. How, it, what do you mean, this kid? He seems like a nice boy. Oh, geez, she's cute. Yeah, this boy, this young man seems nice. Innocent. I was nice and innocent before I met you. Before you met me. So let's let's for, let's give the audience a little flashback. So <laughs> that's us later in life. Yes. Uh, so you're this young, innocent kid. You come to Southern California, a way of Montana State University. Yeah. Right. Uh, Montana, my hometown, uh, home state. Uh, I almost I got accepted to MSU and um, I, I decided not to go because the girl I was dating was uh, she was actually a sophomore in college and coming out of her freshman year in college uh, she was sexually assaulted and she didn't know it until a month we're into dating and she was pregnant oh boy 
so I decided to stick around and stay with her and uh, have you know just help her out as best as I could you're a good man well you know most of us get laid a lot so let's just let's call a spade a spade couldn't get her more pregnant yep couldn't get her more pregnant (laughs) terrible (laughs) terrible accurate and I abuse that privilege probably the reason why I've lived life so long where I'm like what are condoms like aren't you worried about pregnancy I only fuck pregnant chicks so I wouldn't know about that I heard condoms cause cancer Mm. I've heard the holes that are breathable holes in condoms are bigger are larger than uh, the, so the sperm and diseases can just run right through it's just all a myth it's more like a playground for sperm. It is. It's like it's like that that half dome that the kids kind of crawl under and crawl around. Do they have those still? Yeah, but once you get to the top, you just fall right back into the sand. Like oh. I feel like the condom gets so the 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 sperm gets so tired trying to get out. And it's like I'm done. <laughs> this this weaving shit doesn't work for me. I'm no I'm no macrame. <laughs> okay, I gotta get out of here. Oh wait, I'm still in here. Damn it, I'm just gonna die. Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's just so so when we met, do you what um what do you mean by you were innocent? Because you had traveled, you had traveled. You would smoke the marijuana with NBA players. Allegedly. Allegedly. You had uh, lived in the Portland, Oregon area. I, I, I grew up there, yeah. You uh you you had I mean, for all intents and purposes, you would be seven two, but you started drinking caffeine way too early. Stunted your growth. I, well, no, I didn't drink coffee. Coffee stunts your growth. Oh, Coca-Cola doesn't? No. It's Coca-Cola's from heaven. <laughs> no, there's, a, there's, a, there's a whole state of people that, that disagree with you. It's the happy tears of angels. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's Wilford Brimley's semen is what it is. <laughs> and I proudly drink it. <laughs> just, I like it when it just falls off his mustache and hit him a cuff. And then I'll lap it up. <laughs> Sometimes I'm mixed with oatmeal, get it sticky. There's a lot of logistical questions that come from that. <laughs> how did it get in his mustache? <laughs> well, that's how he sops it up. Real nice. This whole movie's like a J. Crew commercial. Do you realize that? It kind of is. I mean, I'm too fat to wear J. Crew. I like walking into J. Crew where everyone else and like every other store I'm a large shirt and they're like that'd be a 4XL for you sir I'm like Jesus Christ I'm not the Kool-Aid man alright I just want a shirt and they're like well we only make this for skinny white people that want to look buff and Asian people I'm not going to lie to you these are demographics of how we cut our clothes alright this v-neck's going to be a choker for you okay it's just not going to work is this uh, is this abuse um, their internship hats I feel like it is. I feel like it's a form of hazing. I do. Uh, I mean, Google's been in trouble quite a bit for, you know, picking on people and not doing things always correctly, right? Yeah. And influencing with their technology. I mean, Tulsi Gabbard suing them or sued them for for, for, um, pushing down her numbers and, and, uh, and, and removing her, shadow banning her, if you will, from their search. Feel like I need to sue them too for some reason. Well, I don't think we all can. I mean, the, the funny thing is, is that you know what? What I think we get is nothing's really for free. No, nothing is free. I mean, that Gmail is not free. And if you want to get, we'll go. Let's go conspiracy and dark real quick. Sam Tripoli ask if you will. But I mean, like, you know, so of all the things that are on Google, of the hundred percent of things that are on Google mm-hmm. in search, you know, only like two percent of it shows up. 
in the way that and that and a lot of that has to do with so they have a thing called a knowledge graph and a knowledge graph is what fills in for you what you're saying so when you're typing in oh, how yeah. to and it, it, you know Google auto completes you Jason Dick and his game on, on, on the 101x is Google game you auto complete me oh. you know Google hey hey Deb show me your search results um, hey. <laughs> Don't look at mine, uh, but it's a um, it, that knowledge graph is a, is a real thing, and it because it auto populates, it keeps that one and two percent up there in the top, and the reason it does is because it promotes that, which promotes ad dollars, because you're not going back to the twentieth, thirtieth, fortieth, fiftieth page, and also it's just not that intelligent because our language isn't that intelligent, and what I mean by that is when you're searching, let you know what everything's built on text, right? So then you add an image in, like you had a movie in, you had something else in, and it says, I want to, you know, it's a C. Is the letter C? Is it I'm seeing with my eye? Is it the ocean C? Is it C Espanol? What is it? Ooh. And text base doesn't know what it is, doesn't know the, uh, the diversity. So then you, when you add this image to this text, you've got all these other, other issues. And even though Google is large, I mean, it is the... The, the search engine of, uh, of our times and everything else, and it is powering a lot more things besides search. The crazier part is, is that it's super inept in what it does. Because its goal is just to hide things from you. Its goal is not to show you everything. Its goal is to show you what it wants to show you that, that pushes and reinforces advertising and pay-per-clicks and bucks in words. Now I feel like I don't like it. <laughs> I use it all the time and I don't like it anymore. I don't I don't like YouTube. I don't like Google. I don't think this is fun. I'm gonna have to go get a therapist and see him about this. It's a crazy thing when you think about what is, you know, because once again, I mean they are they're doing it for profits. Mm -hmm. They're not doing it for anything else. So in this you not know because they love the world? No, even though they have even though they had that thing at one point that said, you know, don't be evil. They took that out of their mission statement. So it's be evil now. It's just, it's like we're not going to say we're not going to be evil. Ooh. We're also going to say we're not, yes, having a beer with your boss is a good thing. I feel like these are both questions we answer yes to. Yes. Let's go through. So let's go through this. Having beers with your boss? Yes. They're like, yeah, what's the problem? Uh, I'm not your buddy. I'm your boss. No, we're buddies. We'll go have a beer. We're going to have a beer together. <laughs> I want to have a beer with you. You're going to have a beer with me. Let's have a beer together. Who wants to have a beer? You want to go have a beer? Let's like, go get a beer. The guy's like, leave me the fuck alone. Next question, please. What could it possibly be that's going to get them in trouble? Let's see. Dating a fellow intern, yes or no? Yep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a hard no. Excuse me, got a question on this. He's asking if you can date the, man, the girl for management. That's a good because she's not a fellow intern. Yeah. They should have had that question. Have they not? Have they had that question? I like how serious the uh, the gentleman is running this. Chetty is his name. Chetty is just like, well, okay, I'm gonna put it up. Taking food home from the office, yes or no? Well, yeah, it's oh, gonna yeah. go bad. You don't want it to go bad. Is it not stealing? Well, I mean, I wouldn't call it stealing. <laughs> you were gonna give it to him if I sat it, if I sit there and eat it. If you, what if you just stay after hours and have your an early dinner? That's right. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah. Have you been in jobs where they give you lots of food? No. My brother has a job with a company where they have a smoke room. You get a bong on your desk when you show up, and they serve you breakfast, lunch, and dinner. 
Of course he does. Of course he does. Well, <laughs> my brother finds these jobs that yeah. not only pay him well, but more importantly, they pay him well and at the same time, this little asshole. If you guys heard that rustling, that is uh, Banjo Bernard. Senor Bernard. Come here, buddy. Who uh, is going to be asking himself, hey, I'm wondering, can you do a small break and let me go to the potty? Because that's what he does. He gets up and he wiggles it just a little bit. All right, so the q and is over. I'm going to grab myself a beer. I'm going to let uh, Banjo Bernard out. Instead of doing a pause, in a movie on internships, what I'd like you to tell the audience is the first time when I gave you a green paddle, you turned it to a no. Ooh. And tell the babes on bull story, please. Wow. Okay. So this, this is the first time we met. Yeah. I'm relatively new to Southern California. My roommates uh, say we're going to go down to Newport Beach to the legendary Mutt Lynch's Bar and we're uh, going to have schooners of beer all day. And to me, that sounded fantastic. So we go down there, meet up with a bunch of friends, and uh, one of the people in the group is this guy, Jason Jepson. And Jason Jepson's a talker. And so I'm sitting back, just listening, and he is telling fantastic tales, I mean, amazing tales that you would that just seem unbelievable. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, this cannot possibly be true. This guy, he's got to be full of shit. He's got to be, because all these things cannot be real. And we drink all day. We have a good time. I have my guards up a little bit. And uh, it's a Saturday. And Jason says to us, hey, guys, you know, I used to date this girl. She was a Maxim model. He's like, now she's married to one of the bachelors. She was also in the movie that had just come out, Wedding Crashers, which we all loved. And she's, he's like, she's with a bunch of other girls from Wedding Crashers doing a charity event up in Los Angeles called Babes on Bulls. And he's like, so they're going to be, you know, riding a mechanical bull in lingerie and a swimsuit. And he's like, let's go. We'll get, We'll be, uh, oh, he's yelling at Banjo right now. Uh, so, where was I? He distracted me with his, his, his dog shaming. Uh, so, he's, we're going to go up there. We'll, we'll uh, be VIP, front row for this. There's going to be lots of famous people there. Huge event. Uh, but he also knows the manager of the establishment it's at, which was the Saddle Ranch on Sunset. And he's like, so we're going to drink for free too. And I'm like, I already don't quite believe all this guy's stories. I was like, we're going to have to get up real early on a Sunday. And I was like, I have a feeling we're going to get up there and none of this is really going to be true. It'll be close to the truth, but it's not going to be the truth. How dare you? I know. I know. And so I say, Sir, I will kindly decline and sleep in. Mm -hmm. Friends all go, roommates go. I'm having a quiet Sunday morning, and then my phone starts buzzing. <laughs> As we're sitting at the table with Warren Moon, <laughs> Andrew Firestone, Andrew Firestone, Michael Irving. Yep. <laughs> to name a few. <laughs> Just to name a couple. Oh, 
and a beautiful, beautiful redhead playmate yeah. finds a liking to me. Yeah. To where I had to leave the saddle ranch for a little bit. Yeah. Come back to pick everyone up. Yeah. Took a bottle of champagne to go. And I just keep getting pictures. I keep getting videos. A lot and of babes on both. I am missing the most epic Sunday morning of all time. And they come back with lots of autographed posters from the girls. Classy. I thank them for that. <laughs> I probably still have them somewhere. Uh, but that were just to John. You missed the most amazing time <laughs> signed for the kids. Well, it was for kids' charity. It was for a kids' charity. And right, I still use that up. line. The, the, kids, kids. the kids showed up and, and the charity showed up. They're like, turn them around. Yeah. Wasn't one girl licking whipped cream off another girl's breasts when the yep. kids showed up? It's not only helping them, it's educating them. It's for the kids. That whipped cream gets sticky. Yeah. Uh, we uh, we made a couple of magazines because our table was so much fun. Yeah. Um, when John was just like, I just I, I can't believe all this happened. I said, Well, let's look online because online also has me holding I don't know a thousand dollars. Yeah. In twenties. Yeah. And then stuffing them and tucking them and doing fun stuff with them. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. And then I made a vow right then and there. <laughs> I said, Jason. If you ever invite me somewhere again, I will never say no. And to my credit, you've only said no one other time. When did I say no? Well, no, with you and actually, you—I uh, mean, we still would have had a great time if you would have come out. Uh, we would have had a—we would have stayed in a ten thousand square foot home on Malibu that's got pylons that go out into the ocean. Uh, Vanessa and Callie Tucker's. Oh right? yeah, and that was. That was not a no because I wanted to say no. That was a logistical a logistical no where I just couldn't make it work. Yep. Oh, by the way, uh, October 14th, the NFL Alumni Association, NFL, are bringing me out to Southern California to do the podcast out there with some NFL players at a private NFL alumni party. The Monday Night Football game. You're welcome to join me. October 14th, where is this again? Los Angeles, California. Yeah. Los Angeles, California. Yeah. Oh, hey. I have to be in Los Angeles that whole next week. Just saying. Ding, 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 ding. That's it's a yes, good. ladies and gentlemen. And guess what? It's going to be a good time. The streak continues. The streak. Is, I, I'm saying, just as an idea. Can we make lots of jokes about concussions? Well, I'm, that's why, at first, I'm saying, do we drop acid or do we do mushrooms for this event? Mushrooms. Mushrooms? It's all natural. I really like doing acid once a month. Yeah, but I think mushrooms. You know, I had a buddy tell me, he goes, you know, you lose a sliver of yourself every time you do acid. And I was like, do you know how many slivers are gone? Can you can you fathom in any way, shape, or form how many slivers? Enough to make enough paper to make a book. <laughs> couple of couple of books. Lord of the Rings. All of them. Well we're gonna have we gotta figure out mushrooms then because we can't be puking in there if we get sick from the mushrooms. Well, I don't want to get sick. So, well, you know, depending on how you take mushrooms, right? I got to text my brother Chase, though, and say, hey, can I Venmo you some money to get me some mushrooms? Chase is classy. He'll do it. He'll do a lot of stuff. Yeah, I know. But I have a feeling he would do something to sabotage me. Oh, no, he's going he's gonna to lace those mushrooms yeah. with, with angel dust. Yeah. 
I feel like it's gonna be one of those things where you know you just took PCP, right? <laughs> hey, hey, guess what? You know what? That wasn't a girl from that mushroom. That was crack. Ooh. You're gonna be like, what? Yeah, it's crack. It's good. It's good for you. Marilena Gutierrez, the uh, yoga slash oh. stripper. Love her. Get in that slide. Get oh. down there. There you go, bud. I think that's necessary at most offices. I would take advantage of a slide in the office. There's a uh, there's a slide in the Chive headquarters. There's Is a there slide one? in uh, the Lone Depot headquarters. There's quite a few businesses that really embraced the slide. I've never been to either one of those. Thank you very much. Uh, the Chive is downtown Austin. Chelsea, our dear friend, we should FaceTime her while we're on this. Oh, um, she's the she, best. Uh, she worked at the Chive. Yes, she brought she me to the office a couple of times. I had a great time. Chelsea um, needs to come back, fly back tonight. She should, right? We can hang out. Let's see here. Oh, Doug Mellard. Um, can I get back to you in the next day or so? Of course you can, Doug. Of course. Doug's a sweetheart. Doug Mellard is one of the best. He, he and I have been trying to, I mean, he's an active now traveling comic from Austin, Texas okay. here. He's great. I call him chocolate covered Dougie. He is, uh, he's got Fart Safari and Fart Safari 2, but he's always reaching, you know, I always reach out to him with fun stuff just because one, I want him as a guest on the podcast, but two, he's just, he's, he's fun that way. He's just, he's got a good energy. Uh, I, I really do um, enjoy Z Doug. I think he's the best. Uh, let's see here. Chelsea, Chelsea Miller Banks. Uh, you hear that ding in the background, folks? That's us. Uh, we're going to FaceTime her. We'll see if she answers. Oh, she's going to answer. I feel it. You feel the answer? It's the internship. No, she's done the internship. She's brought interns in that are now and still working for. I mean, she legitimately understands how to hire people, whereas. I hire people and they kind of hang out. She's not going to answer. She's not going to answer. She's going to break my heart. Well, she's two hours behind. She's probably at dinner. Uh, she's got those golden retriever puppies she's running around oh, with. That's right. This is people's favorite time in the podcast when they're just like, so what are you doing? And I'm just like, well, I'm just, you know what? I'm, I'm hanging out with some people. And yeah. we're, we're making, we're, we're bringing people into the, the dance. You're going for a second FaceTime. I'm going for a second. I'm going to give a little surprise. Let's see if this person answers. It's 6, 6.08 their time, 8.08 our time. Uh, it was funny. Like I did some, um, I, did, I thought I posted a podcast with uh, Dive Bar Matt, my producer, uh, not producer, but bartender, manager, GM, Dive Bar, owner, everything, right? He, um, he and I did the podcast and I thought I uploaded it right away. And no one's answering it. You know what? That's okay though. Um, but um, we'll try one other person here in a minute. Right. as a surprise but uh, we did that we were messing around I didn't load it properly and I was like man my numbers are down like did Matt and I do that bad of a job I listened to it I was like oh this is pretty good you know we were watching some shitty horror movie yeah the um, zombie zom a zombie aisle where the flowers were making people you know turn into zombies all the dumb shit well SoundCloud fucked me and didn't load it properly and it was like oh it still kept trying to reload because I guess I closed the computer too early or something. I'm still blank SoundCloud. But, um, you know, it just it didn't work out. And so then I had to reload. As soon as I reloaded today, number shot back up. And I was like, there was the numbers I'm looking for. <laughs> there, there they go. Um, John, you, so now, I like the internship, right? Oh, we did permanent marker. Yep. Uh, like the internship, you are, um, you've made some drastic career moves, right? I mean, you, uh, you alien abducted kids. Yeah. You know, took them to foreign places. I worked for the coroner. You worked for the coroner. Uh, you've literally seen people to try to keep you away, just shit and piss their pants. 
just in a dream of you not handcuffing them. Yeah. I've been the guy you don't want to see coming quite a bit. Yeah. Yep. And yet, and now you're looking for another evolution, another, 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 another chapter in the John book. Yes. What's uh? Yes. Do not tag me in the in these because I have not told work. Oh no, I will tag these. Yeah. Um, we'll just put you as as Father John in the description. Yeah. But um. So what's what's made the decision for you to uh to to create a, another another evolution another twist in uh in, in who you are? Well, I think this movie. Really. Yeah, it's yeah. helped with it. It's helped with it. It helps when I get when I start panicking, I realize, okay, here's here's two guys around forty going back, being with young kids, competing. So it, it's my inspiration. Although, you know, not really. Oh, they're searching for Professor X at Stanford. This is so good. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Xavier. Except listen, this is the guy. This ball is in a wheelchair. We have a question for you. I'm not that guy. You kind of are that guy. Just be that guy for yeah. us. Do you Enjoy. think do you think this part of the movie really inspired the people who made untucked button downs? Yes. Do you think they're watching it going, well, these guys, one guy looks shitty in an untucked shirt. The other guy looks good in an untucked shirt. Yeah. Right in the nose. Oh, oh right and in the balls. Oh, goodness. Doggone, mm. gone, 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 gone. Oh. Um, yeah. I wear untucked shirts because I'm too fat. I wear untucked shirts because I'm too fat as well. It's all good. Listen, yeah. this is the world we're living. So, you're you're taking on a new thing. You're going after you're, you're going after new dreams. Yep. So is, yeah, is, is it fair to say that and I, you you like the presence of a of a challenge? Oh, for sure. If if something if I get bored with my job. I yeah. want to do something else. If I'm not being challenged, what's the point? Yeah, I don't have kids, so it's it's not like coasting. I, I have to go watch, you know, a little league baseball game at two thirty or something or three, uh, where I need that time. So basically, if I have time off during the day, everyone else is working, and it just gets boring. I mean, so, yeah, there's only so many naps you can take. Yeah, I mean, and I believe me, I'm I'm the king of a nap. I love a good nap. I took yeah. a nap today. Not, I'm not, not ashamed. I, I got up early. Um, I got my work done. Classic. And then I was like, man, I should go work out. I'm a little tired, but I've got my my five things done that I'm supposed to get done throughout the day. Yeah. But the day was just happening a little quicker and some other things popped up. And I was like, this day can either run out of control if I let it, yeah. or I can hit pause and take a little 30 minute napper which turned into a 45, 50 minute napper. You deserved it. I turned the fan on high in the bedroom. Oh. I got that cooling, the yeah. cooling mattress, Ooh, right? Okay. So the mattress is always kind of, it's always at like 75 degrees. That's that nice. Mattress. It's so nice. The pillows get hot, but the mattress stays cool. I want. I gotta I, get those cooling pillows. You gotta yeah. find those. Yep. But I've tried those and they're not comfortable. See, if, now if we can find a comfortable cooling pillow, I'm happy because when I wake up at night, it's usually to flip the pillow. Hot pillow. Don't like it. Hot pillow syndrome is a great band name, and it's also, if we're being real honest, it's a real problem in America. It's a you real know, problem. They talk about pillows holding their form. They talk about pillows doing this and doing that. No one talks about hot pillow syndrome. Yeah. 
and man, it gets on your neck, the side of your face, and it holds heat like a goddamn microwave. It's not cool. It's not. So uh, with the other day, a real hard transition here, uh, but I wanted to share the story with it. That was pretty funny. So I got my buddy Johnny ZU comes out, uh, Media Tech Ventures. I've got all my friends. I got a lot of friends from basketball coming out. We did our Oktoberfest, which you were at last year. Thank yes. you very much. And we had an amazing time at Oktoberfest. Independence Brewing, I'm drinking one right now, Stash IPA, they sponsored, they gave us 15 cases of beer. Wow. We drank 14 and a half. Classy. Classy. Raised enough money for 9,000 meals for our uh, local food bank. I love it. Job. But more importantly, uh, so we're sitting down talking to Johnny Z, and I, I forgot that, you know, because I have a couple beers with me, I forgot that my pastor's there. Not that I hide anything from him, because I don't, I really like the guy. But um, we're hanging out, we're having a good time, we're chatting it up. And one, you know, Johnny always gives me shit about checking into church. He's like, why do you have to check in? No one needs to know, you know, God knows you were there. You check it. in regularly. That's every Sunday. You every check Sunday in. I check in. I like, I, but I enjoy church. I think yeah. it's fun. But I really enjoy it. Well, so we're joking around, and I'm telling this story about this cool art show I saw with our friend Reverend Cassari. Mm -hmm. And John's all, well, how good was it? I said, listen, I had a great time. However, disclaimer, someone gave me a cookie or a brownie and said, take a bite, and it was a thousand milligrams, and I maybe I ate the whole thing. So, well, what I forget is that our bad, this is I'm not sharing anything that no one doesn't know at the church. He's a recovering addict. He uh, did meth and heroin and all that yeah. jazz and fixed his life, and he's doing great. He's in great shape. I mean, he was the number one spin instructor for a lifetime. I mean, this guy's a rock star. Would you say he's thriving? He is thriving, sir. So. Very well played. But it's funny because I'm sitting there and he goes, well, Jason, did you eat the cookie? I go, I ate the whole thing. And I just forget, <laughs> you know, that people, I also forget that it's probably pretty offensive to him as a, as a recovering or recovered, I don't know how that works yeah. with church people, addict or whatever, that all of a sudden I'm sitting here bragging about, you know, because I, I guess I have this thing and what we, I'd like to talk to you about this because I find this very fascinating, right? Okay. I have this thing to where I am, you know, I don't get the hangovers, mm. um, but I also I don't, because I, I remember we talked about this with Oxycontin. You gave me that big bottle of Oxycontin like 15 years ago. You're like, hey, I'm starting to just take these regularly when I'm not in pain. I just like them. And I had just broken my ankle and I said, I can't afford pain meds. And you're like, here's mine. Oh, enjoy. Enjoy. It was like a beer can. Of them, I don't know even how they prescribed you that many, but they did. They always do. I, I get Costco prescriptions. <laughs> but you were just like you were. You were concerned, and that's okay. But then I took them all. I took like four every night until they were gone. You didn't poop for a year. I didn't. I mean, I shit a cinder block like once a week. I still poop like four times a day. Taking four of those a night. Oh, opioid induced comp, comp, I can't even. Constipation. Yeah, constipation is, is a real thing. It's a very real thing. I didn't. I don't get it because I usually poop six times a day, so I, I, I shut down to four. Yeah. But as soon as they were done, like I was done. Like I just didn't care anymore. Yeah. That's you a know? beautiful thing. It's a crazy thing. Yeah. And I don't know. I used to think it was like gut biome and all this stuff. I'm now believing, just like there's a Rogan, a Joe Rogan out there that 
you know, and I'm very Burt Kreischer in this, you know, just as there's a Joe Rogan who can work out every day and work out hard and be that, be a 50 plus year old man with a 20 year old body that responds, you know, like a ninja. Yeah. I mean, he's a retro mod, right? The outside's getting gray, but the inside is finely tuned and running perfectly and yeah. shredded. As much as he works at that, my body works to make sure I don't get addicted to anything. And I don't have the consequences of anything. And it also makes me a good but shitty friend. So, for instance, when I was last in L.A., not this last time, but the time before, mm-hmm. we all drop acid, we have a good time. I'm up the next morning at 9. Yeah. I drive down to L.A. I kick open my buddy's she door did. because he's got a key. He gave me a key to his house, his bed. And what do I do? I have a great time. I wake him up. I, I open up a bottle of champagne with my brother. We drink a bottle of champagne in his studio with his girlfriend just laying there naked, being like, I'm a little uncomfortable. I'm like, have a glass of champagne. She goes, I'm naked. I was like, we've all seen those parts before. Who cares? Yeah. She's like, can you just give me a towel? Regan's like, sure. And I was like, okay. They didn't, then my brother and I were like, we need to, we're going to go get cocktails. We end up doing shots of tequila with these kids. We're having good, it's like 10, it's like 10 in the morning, 10 like 30 in the morning. And then we end up running around. I, um, we go on a hike. We drink some more. I make pizzas for everybody. I'm in his studio with the oven at 425. I'm just sweating. They're in the other room with like seven fans on. <laughs> I'm drinking, a, I drink like two more bottles of wine. What happens the next morning? I wake up at 430 in the morning. I rinse off in the shower. I drive me in my rental car, LAX, fly home, feel fantastic, come home, see the wife, see the kid, knock one out, have a good time with the wife, give her a little bit of the white sauce, call it a good day and then go rescue the kid from school with not one side effect. Mm. And I'm not saying that, I used to say that to brag, now I'm saying that as, I don't think that makes me a very good friend. It can make you a very bad friend. (laughs) (laughs) As I woke up this morning and walked into my hotel bathroom and remembered that tile from your wedding party, Oh, that's right. It's the same double tree I stayed at, and the bathroom tile is the same, and I spent a lot of time on that bathroom floor. You did, because the night before, you drank with me. Yeah. You went shot for shot with me, my father, and my brother. Yeah, and your sister. And my brother and my father and I woke up the next morning feeling, in fact, we all went to breakfast. Yeah, I was at breakfast. I was curled up in a corner on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, can this floor get any colder? Yeah. Your dad really was really sweet to me that night, though. When I got got thrown out of the bar for puking everywhere. (laughs) And your father had me propped up on a fence and was pouring, I think, pitchers of ice water all over me. All over your head. Keeping me cool, making me feel good. Yep. Jack, I will forever love you for that. (laughs) And that did not go unnoticed. Yes. But yeah, that was that was a rough I my esophagus was burnt from throwing up from all the acid. It it was it was a rough experience. That was when Rainy Street was still Rainy Street. That's I right. went back the last time I was here. It's not the same. It is sad me. It 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 made it actually really made me sad. I was like it's not the same at all. It's now, you didn't really recover for like 2 days. No, no, I I didn't probably recover for a week. But I, I tried to put on a brave face after two days. I mean, it took a, a while for you to get out that after breakfast yeah. that, that day. 
But I did I did write some great vows for you in the mm-hmm. in the fake ceremony. We did a fun we did a fun fake ceremony. We had a good time. Myself and Katura. Yep, Katura stayed at my house. Um, so did my brother. My brother call, crawled in bed with my now wife. Mm. Uh, forgot where he was sleeping, which was hilarious. Still embarrassed about this day. You bring it up and he blushes. Ah. He just he just spooned up right with her. She's like, "Excuse me." He's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." <laughs> <laughs> Chase, he's, I'm coming to spoon with you next. Oh, he and is, I won't be sorry. He's moving to Orange County. Is he? He was. Uh, he's living in Long Beach, but this this job's going so well. He's going to move down with some friends. Wow. In, um, in in Newport Beach. Classy. Yeah, he's uh he's he's making a way in the world today. He t- takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure does help a lot, which is why he's in the marijuana business. There he does. Yeah. Now, oh, we, I never explained why I'm making a, a life change or what's yes, going you on. Yes, you haven't done that. I'm going to let Banjo and you explain the life change. No, oh, Banjo and me? You, you explain the life oh, change. Oh, you're going to let Banjo in. I thought you were saying, you're going to let Banjo and me explain the life change. It would like, be good. <laughs> we haven't really talked about it, but we can. We can. I'm sure he's going to have a lot of great input for me <laughs> as he licks my balls. Here, buddy. Mm. So... That was a small pause. That was a decent pause as I look at the computer. I, I don't want to explain it without him. So, I don't know what I'm going to say here. I'm just going to ramble. So let's go back to uh, talking about this movie. Right now, Owen Wilson is hitting on a girl. They were in the nap pods, and I think every company should have nap pods. I think an afternoon nap is a great thing. And... Uh, I think that's necessary. So, people who run companies out there, get nap pods. You might be able to hire me. Otherwise, I don't, I don't want to come work for you unless I get a nap. And some, some free food and snacks and some free beverages. So, all right. Now we'll talk about what I'm doing. I don't want to talk about it unless you're here. It felt weird talking about myself while you're gone. I, I don't like that. <laughs> so, that's going to be a lot of place. People, please, please don't. Click away. What what are you doing? Are you, he's getting a snack or something, or Banjo's getting no. a treat. Oh, Banjo's getting a treat. Hold on. He's being real good. Apparently, they're quite this pungent. Is, this is wrapped up. You're bringing. I don't. I see the look on your face. I don't want to smell this. No. Oh, just. Oh. That someone gave me. They're like, this is my beef jerky. It's real good. Oh my gosh. That's. <laughs> I was like, what's not beef jerky? No. You need to have Coca Cola at your house because. <laughs> I could use a Coca-Cola right now. <laughs> um, oh, sorry. I should not have dead space. We're having a lot of dead space. Oof, no. Well, what do you have to mix it with? Diet Coke? Oh, God, no. No, I'll drink water. <laughs> so he held up a handle of Sailor Jerry's, uh, which I'm all for, but mixing it with Diet Coke sounds awful. Diet Coke is disgusting. Coca-Cola, just just stick to one product, and that's Coke. And this vanilla orange Coke, that's an abomination as well. Uh, Coca-Cola is only to be served in one form, and that's the classic style. There's there's no other way to drink Coca-Cola. Coke Zero, horseshit. (laughs) Cherry Coke, also an abomination. (laughs) Cherry Coke? Cherry Coke. How are you mad at Cherry Coke? In the beverage world, might just be the Antichrist. 
Well, it's, it's evil and it came to destroy everything. Uh, what about cherry vanilla coke? Oh, good lord, that's just even worse. What um, what is worse? Would it be Coke Zero or Pepsi? Oh, Coke Zero is worse. I yeah, like Pepsi. I can go either way. Oh, so you like Pepsi? Yeah. So if now, you, if you, the, no, if you I, were given the option of Cherry a, Pepsi or Coke, Cherry Coke, I, I would I wouldn't be thirsty. <laughs> what about the difference between Diet Coke and Pepsi Clear? Pepsi <laughs> Clear. Oh, jeez. Because that was classy. Oh, that's classy. Oh, I don't care what you oh, say. That's like fucking an intern. And diet, oh. yeah. Oh, Pepsi Clear. Diet. What about? Here's the worst. Here's the worst Coke product they have: the caffeine-free Diet Coke. Yeah, that's just. What's the point? That's just cancer water. Yeah. It's like I just want cancer. Just kick me in the balls. Mm-hmm. Because that's about what I'm asking for. Now, I will also say I don't like Dr Pepper. I don't know. Listen, carbonated prune juice is fucking gross. It's disgusting. The Godfather loves it. But I'll say this. Hold on. Brett likes Dr. Pepper. He loves Dr. Pepper. Oh, God. Yeah. His farts have the, the worst smelling farts of all time. I can attest to that. So, so let's go over real where we're on this tangent, and I like this. Horrible soft drinks that are out now. I'm going to go Dr. Pepper, any Mountain Dew product. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot I want to say about Mountain Dew, but it's probably going to get me shot. <laughs> Mountain Dew's fucking gross. Okay, <laughs> absolutely code red. Are you kidding me? I don't know. But listen, you can only polish a turd is so much. I got Mountain Dew Zero. I got Mountain Dew Code Red. I got Mountain Dew Blue Ice. I got Mountain Dew Mountain Dew. I got Diet Mountain Dew. I got Mountain Dew on Diet Mountain Dew. I got Mountain Dew that's been dipped in Sean White's balls. I've got all the Mountain Dews. Or Wayne Newtons. Wayne Newtons. Uh, so we got Mountain Dew. We have uh, Dr. Pepper. Um, any of these bullshit organic sodas. Go fuck yourselves right now. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sure, that give me a good one. Whatever Torchies does. Oh, the Mexican Cola? Yep. That um, they've got the Mexican cola. Maybe from some root or something. I don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah, but that's um, that's just it's it's the it's cane root sugar. They still have all the chemicals in there. They just have they have cane root sugar. Okay. Well, then that's good. I love it. Yeah, it's it's not this sparkling water hinted asshole lacrosse. Oh, that's just yeah. Women should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah, it's like what is their flavor there? The reason there's no calories is because there isn't flavor. It's implied by the yeah, name. Yeah, You've implied my flavor by the name? It's, it's a psychosomatic flavor. Psychosomatic. It's all in your head. First of all, great band name. Psychosomatic flavor. Yeah. That's a great, great band name. No one, no one can Google it to find you or put it into iTunes so they can fucking spell it because no one can spell psychosomatic. But the t-shirts would be out of fucking control. Yeah. Reminds me of the German band from the 40s, anti-Semitic flavor. Anti-Semitic flavor. Yeah. Uh, big, uh, sponsored by a couple of mustache companies. Uh, you know, <laughs> really good beard trimmers. Uh, you know, Sam's did a lot of their haircuts. Just, I was telling a friend, I was like, you know, there's a couple names that you're just never going to hear again, right? One, Hitler. Like, you're never naming your kid Hitler. What about Adolf? Adolf, I think, is 
it's really got it's got a lot of deep German roots. What was Hitler's middle name? Do we know? I don't know. Banjo is giving me lots of love. I know Banjo trip. is just like who the Hey Siri. Hey Siri. Uh, what was Adolf Hitler's middle name? The answer I found is Adolf. Oh, that's great. Adolf Adolf. Adolf Adolf. Oh, fucking dork. Did he not have a middle name? I don't think he did. We but, should, I wish we could call Tim Kennedy right now and ask. Tim Kennedy would know because he's hunted Hitler for many years. Uh, so we've got, but the, you think about this also, um, you know, there's there's just certain names that just aren't going to be around. Hitler's never going to be around. We always call him by his last name, right? That's the one person, one last name. Person. Stalin? I think you could get away with calling your kid Stalin. I think you could. I don't, you know, he doesn't have quite the, however, Judas. Listen, you're, you know, yeah. you're not naming your kid Judas. But is Jude a form of Judas? No. No? I don't think so. I would say this though. Uh, oh, little twerking, little butt. Oh shape yeah, this on. is where we. Uh, oh, this is where we see some. Yeah, this some, is. Uh, this is why this got an R rating. Yeah, sir. There's nudity involved in this. There are boobies everywhere. Mm-mm-mm. Boobies and butts. Are you a boob yep. or a butt man? Yes. Yes. Good answer. I, I love them both. And. Big boobies, little boobies, medium-sized boobies. I don't care about the size of the boobies. No, I don't. I do care about the size of the areola. Oh yeah, I don't need a pancake on there. <laughs> I don't need a well done. We're looking like two yarmulkes. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Is that bad? Does that make me shout? Two, two, two yarmulkes, and uh, and I don't mind big nipples, but I don't do big areola. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind someone that can take my contacts out. <laughs> Right, I, I I rather prefer that. Just save yeah. me the time. Yeah, I like how they brought a girl. Did Katera ever tell you uh, when uh, on her birthday I took her to a strip club? You took Katera to a strip club on her birthday. On her birthday with Alex Holmes, oh. USC former NFL player. Yes. Hold on, it gets better. We I don't we went to this shady strip club in Orange County. Okay. But they said we're closing. If you would like to find find your favorite dancer and have her in a room for a half hour, just you two, as we're shutting down, pick her now. I was like, oh, it's a whorehouse. Okay. Well, isn't that what all strip clubs are? No. See, I don't understand strip okay. clubs. Okay, come here's on. What, no, no, here's what I understand about strip clubs. One, I'm not, I'm not a strip club guy for a lot of reasons. No lappy hour for you? Here's no my problem. should be a thing. Here's lappy hour should be a thing. Hey, strip clubs, take note, lappy hour. Um, but here's the thing I don't understand. I, I'm going to get you hot and horny. And I'm going to show you things that you can't touch and you can't do anything with. Yeah. And I'm going to make you pay to not be able to do anything with any of these things. Yeah. That weird. That's weird to me. Oh, and drinks and beers and everything else are going to be yeah. super expensive. Yeah. Right? So in that world then, I don't understand the point. Yeah. We walked in the other time I was in LA. We were on S, and we walk into the strip club, the Body Shop, which there's no drinks there. It's just like seven dollar Coca Colas. I had four. Count me in. Count me right in. And trust me, I mean you're seeing these. Hopefully not cherry coke. No, no, just regular coke. But you Good. see these beautiful ladies, uh, yeah. fully naked, dancing, yeah. doing their thing, and they're just coming up to you and they're like, "Hey, do you want to dance?" And I'm, I am in the throes of my acid trip. Yeah. And my whole body's like, just humming, just humming. 
and I am just like, oh, I'll take another $12 Coca-Cola. Like I, yeah, you're welcome. You know, just, and like, well, you already drank your two minimums. Like, no one ever drinks four of these things. I'm like, I'll drink them all. Like, I just, who hasn't bought their two Coca-Colas yet? Yeah. Let me get there. But I had to leave because, one, it was just sensory overload, yeah. A. B, I just, once again, I was just one of those people who's just like, I don't, at the same time, like, I'm going to meet this girl. I'm going to get a fake name. What, I'm going to give her money for what? For, for, for nothing. Yeah. For nothing. Yeah. I can do the, you know, I mean, I was much more successful as a, as a young man, never being in a strip club, but instead just going to bars and meeting ladies that way. Yeah. And, you know, having them be like, you know, you're funny and charming and you know my real name and okay, you have my license. So I've got a bird in my hair. Let's, yeah, I'm going to uh, draw you a pretty flower. I'm going to draw you a pretty flower. It's a great flower. Let's, let's go, let's go to, let's go to my place. Yeah. I'll drive. We've yeah. had a lot of cocktails. Don't worry. I can do a hundred down Harbor Boulevard. This guy finished. Oh he's no! Trying off the pants. Oh, he's in for more lappies. Wait for it. Wait for it. And he's back. And he's back. Drying those pants off. That's still gonna leave a stain. It's, he's it's saying a, it's a really hard quite point. impressive. It's quite impressive. Um. So, oh, here's the yoga teacher. Oh, that's right. Yep. So this is where old Lyle, Gomer Lyle. This is where she comes it. down. Yep. He's like, wait, isn't that our yo yo gabba gabba teacher? So good. He recognizes her right away. And hey, listen, good looking lady. Yeah. The one, the one thing is, unless you're in Portland, Oregon, oh. where oh. The, the stripping is stripping. Yeah. There you can get laid. Well, and you, you go in one full day and full it's like contact, a normal bar. There's a lot of people that are just there having drinks and playing pool and just don't even go. I believe those are the ones doing drugs yeah. and selling them those to the strippers. Guys. Okay, fair. So I have a friend who went into one of those. And uh, the one of the Greek ones where they have the all all lamb heroes, which are delicious. No, also that's awkward. the Acropolis. Also, grows his own meat. I know, grows his own meat. I've heard, but it's so weird because Allegedly. you've got this tzatziki sauce and this beautiful euro, and then you've got a girl buck naked bent over, and she's showing you her poon, and you're just like, is this the before and after picture? So, <laughs> so this is where you are now. This so, is where you later tonight. Stop there with a coworker. Allegedly, <laughs> the A crop. At the crop, because biggest hamburger, biggest hamburger in Portland, Oregon. So we're pounds. we're eating, oh. and we're and eating, it's good food. That's the horrible part. We're eating meat at the meat rack. This talented, talented oh, angel, the meat rack, turns around, faces opposite of us, puts her knees on the meat rack, uh, hooks a foot around each of our necks, and then pulls us in to her meat rack. To her meat rack. Oh. Showed the skirt steak. Oh. And I looked at him, and she was peeking through, making eye contact. I look at him, I'm like, Very flexible. Best work lunch ever. <laughs> high five. High five. It was really high, classy. High five. She, she was actually really cool. Uh, but, and by the way, I'm not saying this to knock strippers. No. I'm saying this is not the strip club. Yeah. Yeah. I don't listen. These I don't knock ladies for... Doing what they do and, yeah. and empowering themselves if they if they consider if that's what you themselves. want to do. Yeah, go for it. I'm all about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not mad at you in any yeah. way, shape, or form. However, I will just say as as a gentleman who has been to a couple of strip clubs, mm -hmm. um, the most I ever went to was when I lived in Portland, Oregon, because they're yeah. there. 
They're they're kind of like Starbucks in Portland. Yeah, it's everywhere, and it's it's just it's and culturally in Portland, it's, it's not part of the what you do. Yeah, it's not seen as like ooh, like here in Austin, you're like oh, should we go to a strip club? Do you want to go to a strip club? I mean, I guess we you can get go to trouble. a strip club. But all right, let's go to a strip club. Yeah, in Portland, there's one. There's one like every six blocks. Yeah, it's it's full nude, full bar, um, full class. It's full class, full contact. Yeah, I mean these girls, it's it's aggressive for yeah. sure. But that said, it's Portland, and that's kind of the environment that's there. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not mad at it. I just, I don't, you know, I'm just not a big, you know, I'm just, once again, it's not, I'm not a big fan because I don't understand it. Yeah. And it, it doesn't make sense. It's. And it doesn't make sense that my charms and what I do that when I was are single. Are wasted. They're wasted there. Yeah. They're, they're wasted. wasted. Yeah. Um, so I was at one. Yep. Talk to me. In my old neighborhood, dirty Southeast Portland, dirty Southeast. Oh, what part, of Port, what part of Southeast Portland isn't dirty? Well, 122nd. Whoa. Oh, real okay. classy. Uh, we're at one called The Heat. The Heat. The Heat with some friends. So this girl, lovely girl. I get a dance because I'm a classy guy and mm. want to help her go to college. Uh, finished dental school, whichever. Yeah. So she's a chatty one. There wasn't a lot of people there. And FYI, ladies at the strip clubs, real quick. Sorry to interrupt you, but real quick. Let's find you a better fake job. Yeah. And we'll no, no, go over no. those after your story. Just wait. Okay. Just wait. So she's getting real chatty. And she's like telling us that this is her second job to make some, just make a little extra money. Just make a couple, right. ten, twenty thousand like, $20,000 a month. Oh, a little cool. extra cash. I was like, what do you do uh, for your day job? And she's like, oh, I'm an accountant. I'm up to no good. I'm making a lot of trouble in, in the, the neighborhood. neighborhood. <laughs> so the next day, we're we're going back. We're out and about, going back to my friend's house. And we're like, ah, we need to grab some food real quick. Taco Bell, classy. She was accounting the till to, at the drive-thru at Taco Bell. Oh, she was accounting the money? Yeah. Did she leave the money part out? She says I'm accountant? Yeah, she's, she's an accountant. And then the music turned up and he goes, Next on the stage, Misty Mountains. Yeah. And you're like, I didn't catch the rest. And she goes, don't worry about it. Didn't call her out because that would be just me. But. But. Thoroughly laughed all the way home. That was fantastic. Also, you have to think. That. I dated a girl that worked at a Taco John's. Mm. Very nice girl. Very cute. First woman I ever kissed. Mm. Very nice. Taco uh, she John's. Was, but I broke up with her because her hands smelled like taco meat. <laughs> You know, I used to have that weird thing where I would find a reason to break up with someone. Yeah. I've got, we haven't gone through that on this podcast, but I've had quite a few reasons to break up with yeah. people from teeth brushing. Yeah. She didn't like, didn't like the way she brushed her teeth. Didn't. She was, of course, she was, she was on the going cover. counterclockwise with her circular motion. She was on the cover of Maxim twice. Doesn't matter. Still broke up with her. Yeah. She looked like a rabbit dog when she brushed her teeth. It's going down her chin. It was disgusting. I listen, I used to, I was very immature and I had some things. In we all have had that. We've all had that. I'm uh, still working through that. You know, and she smelled, her hand smelled like taco meat. Well, she went to <laughs> fucking Taco John's, Jason. What did you want her to smell like? It's like yeah. I broke up with a girl from the soup plantation because she smelled like soup. No shit. She works at the soup plantation. And you're always picking her up after work going, I can't believe you smell like broccoli cheese again. Who's not getting laid tonight? This guy. Why? Because boners and broccoli cheese don't go good together. For a lot of reasons. That's a good reason. I, I would do that. You yeah. would? Yeah. 
broccoli. I, I, I hate the smell of broccoli. I mean, I just I think about your your girl who worked at Taco Bell, and the only thing I can think about besides her accounting that money and thinking about how much more she made earlier that night at the strip club yeah, yeah. is one. Are you keeping that job for tax returns because you live at home and you're showing mom and dad that you make money yeah. you work at Taco Bell and you got to get the uniform and everything? Yep. But two, I have um, I've always been a fan of a little bit on my end giving, not receiving. Although I don't mind the receiving part, but giving. I, don't, I mean, not like I'm a big fan of the receiving because I shit six times a day. I was like a little bit of butt play. Fair. But. You know, you've got to look at the ladies and what they're putting in their bodies. Yeah. And you've got to think, how much Taco Bell is, is this young stripper taking home? Mm. And how many nights has she stripped and done a quick bodies drop and a little Taco Bell fart has slipped out oof, in between that vanilla and cinnamon that she has lathered all over her body yeah. and then mixed in with glitter? Yeah. It's an aggressive combo. Oh. Yeah, that's... And that's where I'm saying, I'm, I'm not, listen, I'm just saying you embrace the stripper life and you leave Taco Bell behind. Because guess what? There's very few people in the in this planet that are like, you know what I do? I fly from city to city and check out Taco Bells. <laughs> okay? But there are plenty of women that fly from city to city that show a titty and titty and have a great time doing it, make yeah. a shit ton of money. Yeah. Classy. And do a good job. And I, I want to run this by you on the subject of stripping. I've, I've asked other people that's on the podcast. Let me ask you. What, if you're a man dating a woman, what <laughs> is worse? Because you, you live in Vegas right now. I do. So you've seen this at the, uh, at the general bars that happen in Vegas. So you've got the strip club. Okay. And she's up there and she's dancing, right? She might do a lap dance, but in Vegas, right, like their bottoms are on or something. It's, yeah. There's, there's not a lot of contact. Not unless you pay $1,000 and go... To a special room, yeah, right where it's just a whorehouse. Though. Or it's just a whorehouse, but that's not Kylie Ugly or I don't know Kylie, whatever the strip clubs are there. Yeah. Crazy legs or cheetahs. Crazy, yeah, crazy horse cheetahs, little there darlings. Go. There we go. We get, she got that option. You can date her. Yep. She's for you know, or you can date the girl who's a waitress, but also lays down in the bar at Julio's Tequila Cantina, mm-hmm. where she does the salt down to mm. her navel, yeah. and then some dude licks or slurps the tequila out of her belly button, yeah. licks the salt off her abdomen, yep. and then takes, you know, the, the, the lime from somewhere on her body. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna say that that job, secondary job, where you're getting licked by strangers, yeah. is worse than stripping. Yeah, yeah. Where am I wrong? No. And are you not like your girlfriend? Like your girlfriend comes home and you're just like, "Well, I'm gonna get the power washer out." And that's not you that's dirty, honey. It's the other. It's the twenty men that licked you tonight. Yeah. That's a little bit much for me. Yeah. Yeah. That would. That would. You couldn't think about that much. You'd have to shut the brain off. Now I did date a girl. Uh oh. Yeah. Although. What are you telling me? She wasn't a girl now? No, she was a okay. girl. Okay, so all lady? All lady. Classy big, girl. Big really, really sweet girl. Okay. Um, she was a showgirl. Oh, nice. So was she like one of the, the kind of, the, like the, the ones where they, they, they take, take things off? Take pictures with you. But they take things off, but they're never nude? 
Like no, old... she did topless. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she did the whole hair. She was like full on Vegas showgirl. But oh, I mean, okay. she did topless. Okay. Uh, but she also did um, eat sushi off her. She did that. Oh, see, I can't do that. Yeah, but not while I was dating her. So that was that was all right. She's like that already happened. Yeah, that was in her past. Alec Baldwin already ate sushi out of my butt. Um, and then, uh, you know, put wasabi in my tank. I yeah. didn't like that, but yeah. it was a thousand dollars. Yeah. That's, see, I just, I think that that's, I mean, I, I, it's a weird thing about me. I, pro, acceptable prostitution where the, the girl's not ran by a pimp and she's decided and there's a safe place for her. Yes. I almost think that is more natural than some girl you're like, hey, lay down in the bar. I want to do a tequila shot off your body. Yeah. Like, I think that's the most unnatural thing. Yeah, that's really weird. I think it's even super weird. I don't know. But that's me. Yeah, that's, oh. that is weird. So. We digress. We digress. We digress in this stripper talk. Yeah. Um, have you ever dated a coworker? Yes. Yeah, so have I. How did it turn out for you? Not good. Really? I'm shocked. Yeah. Was she a stalker? She sure was. <laughs> was she in HR? No. Oh, see, I dated a stalker, and she was in HR. Ooh, this she was in the, she was a we were working in the bars together. Oh no, I was in corporate America. Ooh. She was a former dancer. Ooh, classy. like a ballerina. Oh yeah. Where like, I remember, so this is this is this is the best dude you're gonna fuck. You, this is that. This I'm is the, so. I I'm in. I stop at Ron John's surf shop because I get done with work late. What Ron John? Down in Newport Beach. Okay. Stop down in there. Does and Ron I get, John even exist anymore? By I way? don't think so. But remember that one in the in the Y area past yep. the Albertsons when there was an Albertsons down there. Yep. So I stop there. I get a brown, a three tri, a tricolor brown tracksuit because I had worked late and I had done a couple other things and I probably had some cocktails. And I was a little sweaty, okay. so I went and I bought a t-shirt and I bought this tracksuit. Yep. And then I bought some tennis shoes, all at Ron John. So probably five hundred dollars at Ron John. Yeah. Change in the car, get to her house. Okay. We go to her house. We're hanging out. We're having a good time. We're drinking some cocktails. We're you know we're just listen. We're just we're having a good time. We go to her bedroom, and I I mean I haven't worn underwear since I was in high school. Yeah. Well, she's showing me how she can put her legs behind her head in her sweatpants, mm -hmm. and we're just laying next to each other in bed. And I'm still, but I mean, she's the head of HR. Yeah. But she can also put her legs behind her head and she's showing me, and I'm seeing every inch of her body. And I'm like, do I dive in? Do I, I mean, like, I've got to be, I've got to play this really cautiously. Yeah. She's like, you're playing this so, like, your mind's playing this cautiously. And then she just slides her hand and just grabs my junk. She goes, but someone else isn't cautious here. <laughs> I was like, first of all, that is its own entity. Thank you very much. <laughs> Secondly, it goes by secret. Strong enough for a man, but made for a woman. <laughs> Sorry, work humor. There's a friend of mine in LA who's just like, and he did it again. Um, so we end up making out. I'm like, listen, listen, I have sex. We do some other things. We have a good time. We date for a little bit. But she's a little crazy. And I think we can all agree that I have, in the past and for a lot of my life, attracted crazy. Was she a redhead? Nope. Uh, well, yes, no, she kind of died redhead brown. Yes, you met her. Yeah. You, Christy, Brett, and I went to dinner with her at Mutt's. Yes. Yes. 
<laughs> just who I was thinking of. Yes. I was like, this has to be that girl. And it is that girl. She's a sweet. I actually liked her. Nice girl. Yeah. I mean, great stocking qualities. Yeah. The best. Um, very, very nice. I mean, that's the greatest form of affection right there. That's complete dedication. Oh, such dedication. A lot of, a lot of women wouldn't do that for you. A lot of women uh, would not. I dated another gal because I didn't learn my lesson, right? So then I dated this other gal for a, off and on for like two years. Very nice woman. Mm -hmm. um, but she was higher up in the company than I was for sure. Uh, I dated a gal. I dated two gals before her in the company. When I was at Home Loan Center, I dated, I don't know, seven or eight of the employees there. It was an classic, aggressive Classic, yeah. See, I know, I, yeah. I mean, I went after it. I was like, oh, there's 2,500 employees here? It's like a small town for me. I'm from Big Fork, Montana. About 2,500 people there. Guess what? None of them were this uh, attractive. And then when we went, when, Aunt, when um, the gentleman, anyways, I won't get into the details of the buying and selling of companies and everything else. I will say that I was with him at another venture, and there was a very nice receptionist there, and she was also a crazy stalker, where she would change her phone number and then text me Ooh. things like, hey, you know, it was super nice to meet you the other day. Do you want to meet up and maybe grab a cocktail? She's and, good. And dude, you know, I talk to everybody. Yeah. And you're always down for a cocktail. And I'm always down for a cocktail. This girl, this girl was next level. She was a professional. And there was the rich and creamy hoodle, and I didn't want to leave my apartment too far, and I didn't want to pay for drinks because that's aggressive. And when you're gonna drink, why not drink with a bar full of skinheads? <laughs> Meth dealing skinheads, how dare you, sir? And Morgasm. And Morgasm. Who played the horde on World of Warcraft for all you gamers out there? Oh. And she'd be like, I just like it that you guys don't hit on me. We're like, you're, you're a weird person. We're not hitting on you. But she was insanely hot. She was. Orgasm was very hot. She would, so I would bring all these girls in there. And I would just, I would, so I would just do my thing, right? And I brought her in. So I'm sitting at the bar. And this girl walks in in this white leather coat. And I look over at Morgasm and I go, Fuck. She goes, what? I'm like, that's my stalker. <laughs> and she comes in and she's like, hey. White I'm, leather coat, like, can't buy me love? Yeah. White leather coat? Yep. Oh, so good. So good. I mean, we went to my house and had sex, don't get me wrong. Of course. I mean, it was a block away. You've got to reward her efforts. <laughs> I remember my, my breath had to be horrible because I was like, two shots tequila. Let's follow that up with a Jägermeister. I'm gonna need a, uh, I'm gonna need a, a seven and seven, and then a packed blue ribbon chaser. Hate the sin, not the sinner. That's right. Just went after it. <laughs> and to, and Morgan was like, "What will you have?" She's like, "I'm Mormon. I don't drink all the Sprite." She was Mormon. Yeah, a Mormon stalker. A Mormon stalker that hated condoms. Wow. It was very weird. Wow. She, so two girls in my lattice bed frame, which I'll they, they two girls that punched holes through them in fits of orgasmic rage. Okay, there we go. There we go, broken headboard. You're but you know what? Lover. Because because I'm a gentleman, I never fix that class, headboard. Class, class. 
I never, never once, like I could have cut the lattice out and it would just look like another frame. You can be, you're just like, you know you're in for a good time. <laughs> you need proof? Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, God. Never questioned Bruce Dickinson. Never. The cock never, of the walk. Never, ever. Yeah, um, and then I didn't, then I remember, so the girl that I had dated at the previous company, then the two companies later, mm -hmm. my mentor and friend launches this new company and brings her aboard. I still remember her phone number to this. And I think she still has the same phone number. Still remember it. Not going to say it on a podcast, Classic. but we she should got, try calling. she got hired. We can, uh, she got hired. And then, um, I was, I texted her. She goes, well, that didn't take long. And I was just like, Hey, sorry. I'm actually not drunk. I was just texting you. She goes, well, I'm drunk and horny. Get to my place. And I was like, oh, okay. And then that happened for a little bit. I finally had to leave. So I mean, I was stuck in a little whirlpool of ladies. Yeah, yeah, you were. And they were all my stalkers. And then when I broke away, I'd break away for a little bit. It was great. But then my problem is, and we'll go, we'll, we'll, we'll rewind back to, um, you know, earlier conversation. I, you know, I, I'd meet these ladies, I'd have my friends, but I had to have everyone on a stagger because I would, you remember this, when I was making lots of money, I would drink hard every night. Yeah. Every night. But I had to have different groups of people to go drink with every single night because no one would just come out and drink with me every no. night. I was just happy to be in the rotation. Well, everyone was just like, I'll be in your rotation a little bit, but... Yeah. I'm not doing this every night with you. I was poor at the time. I, I couldn't afford to. I would have well, loved I, to. I bought drinks. Yes, she did. Care. Yes, she did. But it was yeah. one of those things where she was she was in the rotation because she suffered wicked hangovers. Wicked oh. hangovers. And there's nothing worse than me when you're hungover. Yep. yep. <laughs> but you know what? In my old age, I've come to notice that. I'm like, I'm a lot. I'm a lot for, we're, you know, we're planning a trip. We want to do a, a weekend getaway. We still yes. have to talk about that off air. But, um, you know, I, I just, I think about it, I'm like, man, a weekend with me is a, it's more than a weekend with some other people. Oh, for sure. Because <laughs> usually I'm the, I'm the first to show up to whatever destination it is. Yeah. I'm already drunk when I run into you guys. And then when you're drunk, you get feisty and love to cock block. I don't know what you're talking about. Go ahead. Uh, Breathe I it in. I sure do. No. Denver. To talk, to tell the story. I don't care. I didn't buy the like, I believe I was just more talking with a friend. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I'll tell my side of the story. You tell your side of the story. People email in talking during movies podcast at gmail.com. We went to Denver three or four years back. Mm -hmm. I drove up. Uh, I left my house. I was so excited at two in the morning. Mm hmm. Uh, our friend Heather got there first because she had a work thing. Rogers. I uh, got there second. Now no longer Rogers. Paulson. Yeah, what I used to call her Rogers. Yeah. Uh, I got there second, and um, I was drinking the whole drive up, just stopping at bars, not getting drunk, but every time I thought I should, I should use a cocktail. Yep. Oh, excuse me. So we did that. Um, I ended up like. Getting a, I got a hotel room at the loft downtown. Mm -hmm. I went to a bar 
Heather then, I went to a couple of bars and I was like, fuck, I've been up since 2 a.m. It's now 2 p.m. Yep. You guys landed at like 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm already drinking. I can't go pick you guys up. Plus the Denver airport's like six hours away from Denver. It really is. It's like, it's pretty much in Nebraska or Kansas. I don't know. Awful experience landing in that goddamn airport. Good luck Ubering from there. Yeah. It's $100 into town. $100 into town. So we get in. So I, anyways, um, Heather calls one of her friends who I've known for a while. Brooke. I was going to call her Beverly. I'm glad you. <laughs> Out of her? That's okay. No, I was going to say I'm glad you got the name right because notoriously I get names wrong all the time. Sam Elliott, Sam Donaldson, Beverly Brooke. <laughs> the letters are similar. They start with the right letter. It's the intent is there. All right, and my heart's there too. So we, uh, so we end up. And by the way, Brooke and I, when I was single and traveling to Denver would hook up and make out every once in a while. Yeah, we did. We had a good time. She always wore the scratchy wool coat, which would keep me at bay for a little bit. <laughs> and then, but she also had a, a diamond encrusted thong that she wore every time we went out together and would kind of show me hints of it and be like, you're going to see this later. And like, class, 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 class. So years later, we meet up. And all I'm doing is I find a way to... Uh, one, we go to we went to some restaurant first. Yeah, we did. We all met at the restaurant. I was already drunk. Yes, you were. I was already a little bit boozy. Yep. I had already been at four different bars. Yeah. And I was the first one at that bar greeting everyone. Yes, you were. Super loud. Really loud. <laughs> Brett was just like, oh, can we just send him home right now? See, Brett, and I love Brett to death, but two things that everyone should know about partying with Brett. One, the first two beers Brett has, he'll complain about his hangover and what the hangover is going to get from this. Two, if you have pre-gamed before Brett, so if you have gone in extra early like I have, and you are just getting after it, he, like his, 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 his wishing of, or his idea of drinking is now gone. Because he's, he's already thinking about his hangover after yep. the first Coors Light that touches his lips. He's thinking, a hangover. And B, he's thinking... Drunk Jason's not going to get a hangover. He's going to call me at 7 a.m. and ask me to get cocktails with him. Yes. So these two things I have to avoid. Hangover and drunk Jason now and, drunk, and, and sober, maybe, but more than likely drunk Jason later, who's still never been hungover. Yeah. So Brett's already annoyed. Mills, I'm already busting his chops. He's a little bit annoyed. You're the one embracing me. Heather's embracing because she thinks it's hilarious that Brett's so annoyed. Yeah. And then Brooke shows up. Yeah. Now Brooke makes a crucial error. Drunk Jason sits right down next to me, puts her arm around and goes, missed you, good to see you. It open conversation there. Done. Done. So in my recollection of things, we have a great conversation throughout the night. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Mills' buddy, who was a little aggressive, the sniper, Remember the sniper guy who showed up? He, he, he's like, there, you, you want a rock hard dick? Shoot someone at 400 yards away and watch their head explode in the sky. Oh, his cousin. His cousin, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love Cole. I mean, I'm not, listen, I'm, not, I'm just saying it was a different conversation for me. He had just gotten back from Iraq. Yeah, I remember we called, we, called my, we called my dear friend, who's the foremost thought leader on suicide prevention in the world, and I was like, if this guy calls you, will you do, I'll pay you. Yeah. And, and my buddy was just like, you know what? I'll do it for free. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Brooks. Yeah. 
Brooks is a champion. I love Brooks. Brooks is the best. I need to see Brooks again sometime soon. We we do we the three of us should just hang out. Even though Brooks yeah. doesn't drink, Brooks tolerates me better than anybody else. He's good. He's real good. Brooks is like a Jedi. He's a modern day Yoda. <laughs> he really is. He he really is. And then just a sweetheart. Yeah, he's super nice. He's got he's got this great baritone voice that should just be he should he should just have off mic. I mean, he should just have just be like voiceover work. Yeah. Like that's all he should do for the rest of his life. But he wants to help people. Yeah, but he only helps the worst people in the world. I mean, like he just works with some of the darkest things in the world. He's, yeah. he's a Jedi. You're absolutely right. So my recollection is, and I have to go grab a beer, so I'll let you, I'll turn the mic over to you. That's my recollection of the evening. That's it. That's it. You don't remember anything after that? No, that was my night. Okay. Oh, and then I got super drunk. I went back to Aloft. I ordered pizzas, but I passed out. And when I woke up the next morning at 8.30 a.m., mm -hmm. went down to the gym, ran three miles. Mm -hmm. My phone had 22 missed phone calls from the local mom when I was Classic. <laughs> on pizza I didn't order. And then I was incessantly texting you guys, letting you know all the bars I was running around to getting drinks at. Yeah. Until you guys woke up at like noon the next day. Yeah. And then the following day, we drove up someplace. Breckenridge. Breckenridge. Had a, I had a great time. That brunch place was fantastic. I had a I phenomenal Bloody Mary. had an amazing time at Breckenridge. Yeah. Heather, maybe not as a good time as I had. She had a great time at Breckenridge. It was the way down. Oh, the way down. She, I had a great time down. up yeah. and down. Yeah. I'd say down uh, that night, I, I tormented you. When we got to Mills' place and I took your bed, you tormented me. Yeah, and I was going to torment you either way. <laughs> I was... I was. I had, t had eaten too many No, you animals. didn't take my bed. You took the couch. No, at first I took your bed. Did you? Yep. And the guys were like, you have to get off John's bed. And I was like, all right, here. Fat man can't move him. <laughs> but you did. You got up. I got up, but I had a, I mean, it's still, I just had too many animals, but it, I still woke up the next morning and felt yeah. fantastic. But your senses were on overload. I don't know how many milligrams I had of marijuana. It was a lot. But it was a lot. And I took advantage of it. I was like, I'm going to only have one chance to torture him. And I would <laughs> pop up and play music loudly or just rubbing the couch would set you off. So I'd, I'd do that and you'd be like, just. You'd start shaking violently and just like, nope, 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 how did you see that night? How what's different? Well, well, we made a few stops that night. We made one other stop, right? We made like two or three. Oh, <laughs> okay. There's I'm a lot of have a beer, so you please go ahead. There was a lot of night Jason doesn't remember, and there was as you went down, she came over and we started talking and we're hitting it off. It was going really well, and then you got a little second wind. And we were down by Union Station, and you decided to come over and sit right next to us and join our conversation. And then just took over and then just kind of annoyed her. 
you, you bothered her. You were saying, I don't know what it was, but you were saying some things that got to her. And I was like, damn it, this was going really well. And then, but then she was just done. She was like, <laughs> she was done. And I was like, oh. And Heather was like, I set that up for you perfectly. I was like, yeah, but we yeah, had a but. wild card. We had a wild card. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Couple I mean, cocktails in me. Yeah, I can't be mad. I can't. I, but, I mean, I will say this. I think this is a fair assessment for me. Okay. If I invite you to a party, it's going to be a good time. Yes. Was that if, a banjo? Probably. Wasn't oh, me. If, if I am, if you think I'm going to be your wingman, you're going to have a bad time. Yeah. No. Yeah. Is that a fair assessment? That's fair. That's fair. And, <laughs> because, I, and I know this now. Because we've talked about the other time where you're... Yes, we have. <laughs> where, I let, where, I, where I hooked you up. Her name was Portia. <laughs> was it, though? I, we may never I know. mean, was it a 914? Just... Was it a, was, the, was it a Carmen Ghia? Just giving me a lap dance on my shoulder. Oh, just and then, then a full on lap dance that and I was then just trying just to avoid. A lot of cigarettes. Yeah, that was that bad. tongue was gray. <laughs> that breath had to be just. I, I could not wait to get out of there. Awful. I could not wait to get out. My favorite part of that night, though, was when I was sweetly making love to that young lady, having her yell your name. Because. <laughs> These are moments in the back of my head. It's like, probably shouldn't have said that. Probably shouldn't have said that. I'm not, listen, folks, please. I'm not trying to offend anyone or make anyone feel bad or have this, you know, I, listen, all consenting adults, we were having a hilariously fun time. Yes. Oh, I was. And so was the young lady I was with, who was also having a hilarious fun time because she thought it was hilarious and fun <clears throat> in the predicament that John found himself in. Yes. That's all. And then uh, I came down, I played the piano to wake you up from the bunk bed, and I asked if we could go. We had a great time. Oh. It was quite fantastic. It was fantastic. I'm a horrible wingman. I'm horrible, horrible wingman. Horrible wingman. And and the worst part is, is if you tell me, if you tell me that you need me to be your wingman, I only get worse. Yeah. Yeah. It all it gets it keeps falling down. Yeah. It just gets worse. But but I will say because of you, I have benefited. But You've not been there. <laughs> so, like, I did a lot. Listen, the push-ups earlier, well, they weren't there. But this part was, and it worked out fine. Yeah. Do you, um, you know, so, but, you know, there was a time in my life when I was a great wingman. I, I, oh, I, if you applied yourself. <laughs> If you applied yourself, I don't think there could be a better wingman. I mean, I went Brett and uh, and Chris Mills, right? Yeah. I remember being at Chester Drawers. <laughs> classy. So classy. Classy place. It was sad when they tore that whole building down. Oh. And all the, all the chlamydia that escaped in the dust from there. Yeah. 
but I introduced them. Asbestos was bad. Oh, airborne chlamydia is the worst. But I remember it, telling the DJ that they were the two youngest players to make the PGA Tour that year, and they put the spotlight on them, and they let me pick out the next five songs for uh, them to dance to, and we got free cocktails all night long. That's fantastic. Yeah. That is fantastic. There are there are some moments in time where you figure out the win, right? Yeah. And sometimes that win's a good thing, and, and, and sometimes it's, you know, it's, um, it's just, I don't know. But there, you know, application, right? I have an opportunity, and I, uh, you know, I do it okay. Yeah. We, we get it done. Let's find out if this, it's 9 p.m., I've been in bed for like 9 six hours. 9 p.m. here or there? 9 p.m. there. It's 9 p.m. here, 9 p.m. there. It's probably with the wife. Honey, honey, listen. Let's just take a minute. You know, I know you already FaceTimed him earlier. But I just want to see, we're not getting no luck on our FaceTime. Is this the Godfather? It was the Godfather. He's in Houston. He was coming back tonight. Oh, was he? Yeah. No. He could he, still be driving. Is he, he drove to Houston? Maybe. Maybe he flew. I don't oh, know. You should fly. That's like a 10-hour drive. Horrible drive. Oh, I do it. Well, you do it from you fly into Austin and do it, right? Yeah, I do the triangle. Yeah, you do that. You do the whole triangle. The rev is not going to answer either. Goodness gracious, you people are embarrassing. Yeah. We answer their phone calls. I played phone tag with her for like two weeks. She's not answering either. I think she hates me. She doesn't. She starts. She's kicking up a podcast again. Is she? Yep, she is. She's going to pick up. We're going to try one other one. 7-Eleven in their neck of the woods. I gotta, I gotta bring the camera angle down. Hide my double chin from bloating from all the salt and booze that I drink. Yeah. I take a week off. I lose instantly ten pounds. Hey, I'm doing a podcast with Father John. Who is this? Uh, oh, look at those, look at two. those two. That is the epicenter of cool right there. <laughs> That's the epicenter of cool. <laughs> like if I get the cool that they have in their pinky. I'll be doing so much better. That's what I'm talking about. Father John is drunk. <laughs> Father John's drunk, drunk. on you, Regan. Uh, I don't have any Coca-Cola or rum for him, so I'm just drinking beer while he's watching me drink, thinking about how great I'm going to feel tomorrow. We were uh, we were talking about... Um, I, I don't want to hear again how you've never suffered from a hangover. No. It's we, real. Listen, you just brought that up. We were talking about how if I applied myself, I could be a good wingman for Father John. But generally speaking, I'm just kind of a shithead. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was. So John is, I've tried to be a wingman for John a couple of times. Well, just once. And he ended up hooking up with a skinny fat girl named Portia who had a gray tongue and smoked about 35 cigarettes in an hour and had horrible dog shit breath. Where yeah. as a seven foot tall man, he had to fall asleep in a kid's bunk bed where only part of his torso fit in. No, do tell. It is from uh, Greek mythology. So Procrus ran an inn and all for the bed. He would cut your limbs off if you were too short for the bed and stretch you. So essentially, it's how the job would be fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally That's awful. fucked. Totally fucked. So there was one time where I was having such a good time that I actually had the girl call out John's <laughs> name in bed. Oh, let me explain that. So, 
It, it's like when you grab, I like would grab her thigh, and instead of there being some muscle, you would go right down to bone. So she was skinny and looked good, and then you would touch her, but there was zero muscle. It was it, it was all fat. It's awful. It's uh so so that was one time, and then another time in uh, in Colorado, yeah. we had set him up with a young lady who I had hooked up with in the past years ago, and I was of course the first one in Colorado. I was the first one drunk in Colorado. Yeah, the first. Well, listen, there's legal things happening. We're trying. <laughs> but John and Mills and Luketta and Rogers fly in. And then we meet our friend who I hooked up with in the past named Brooke. And they worked really hard because, you know, uh, to, uh, to set John up with Brooke. Well, I was drunk. And... Nah, just, just like, you know, you guys having a good conversation? Let me sit in between you guys and, and really, really referee this conversation. Why don't you just sit on my lap while you guys talk? Uh -huh. No, and it's kind of what happened. Um, yeah. John can tell it better. It was, no, it was exactly that. We're doing well. Drunk Jason comes over and decides to sit right down and then just take over conversation. And... Wait, wait, wait. Have I ever taken over a conversation? Not when I'm drunk. I'm a wallflower when I'm drunk. I'm a simple, simple man. I just like to sit back and sip my cocktail and a listen shy, to my cocktail. That was the fact No. Oh, listen, this is why I have the podcast. I gotta try to figure out a way to express myself because I don't know how to do it naturally. <laughs> and not true. We're uh so Yeah, listen. Well, I don't think there's really much more to the story because it ended real quickly. <laughs> like his sex life. No, go ahead. She was just ready to go home. <laughs> she was like, all right, guys, I'm out. And it's, and then forever. She just left? She just left. Forever gone. She couldn't have me. And uh, uh, look at the hat I'm wearing. You see the hat I'm wearing? Just so you know, though, uh, we were sitting and we, we were actually yeah, I mean, be disappointed for sure. It's um, it is Father John and I doing a podcast. We've got the intern playing silently in the background. So, uh, Regan, as a as the as the smartest guy in in all of this, did you have an internship? Like, what was there was there a time when you're getting ready to write? And because I, in my mind, I see this, right? I see someone being like, well, the serendipitous plethora moment of the Arkerville Times of it. And you going, yeah, exactly that, right? You just been going, I'm sorry, sir, you used three words wrong. I like serendipitous, but you spelled it wrong on the board. And then plethora of serendipity actually doesn't work, and there's a reason why. And if you go back to the, if you go back to the Greek roots of what this means, I'm just going to have you know that you're kind of missing the point. And then he, the professor looks at you and goes, I'm sorry, sir, are you drinking red wine in class? You're like, I'm sorry, do you not know the English language? Okay, all of that happened. All of that happened.
So, Lauren, did you have it? Did you have an internship? Extra credit. Wouldn't that be his extra credit? Exactly. Because if, if you have to con people into fucking you, that means you're not good in bed. <laughs> he clearly didn't have holes in his lattice headboard. He he clearly does not wear women cut jeans. <laughs> and does not and by the way, Regan, thank you for your service. Okay. Are you wearing your lady jeans right now? Yeah. That loose knuckle has never looked so good. <laughs> it's not your fault. No, no, listen. That loose knuckle and that wide cut and those tight pockets are not your fault. What is your fault is you continually wear them. But when your ass looks so great in them, you can't help it. <laughs> my my audience loves this. They're just like, so what's happening? Well, listen, we've been trying to FaceTime people while we're drinking cocktails, watching a movie that they can't hear, and they're like, internship? Is this really what's going on? I was like, fuck off, man. That's what's going on. It's having a good time. I can you What's that? I actually thought that you suddenly had an intern for talking to Oh, I should get one. That would be fantastic. That'd be kind of fantastic to have an intern. That'd be that'd be good clean living. I'd like that. It's not a terrible idea. Um, you guys are clearing your schedule for October 14th, right? Yes. Perfect. Schedule's cleared. Perfect. Someone else's too. Oh yeah, Father John's going to join us. And I'm I'm texting I'm texting a young man in Long Beach um, about getting us mushrooms. What? Wait, you're texting a man in Long Beach about what? Mushrooms. Ah. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I'm good at this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is guess guess what? This is the one where we don't have any food when we take it. Okay. There's going to be no throwing up at the NFL party, all right? Zero. Speak for yourself. Yeah. And by the way, a seven-foot tall man starts throwing up. It's not good for any of us. Yeah, I agree with this. Lucky strike lanes are going to be unlucky lanes in the VIP area. But that's the one right down the street, right? Yeah. It's right next to you, guys. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this is the, the Regan, every dominatrix Regan meets just says this, Lauren, you punish yourself enough. Okay. <laughs> okay. You stop. That is that going on the wall? The ghost is going to take it down. I just get told to pull my own hair. NFL players? What's that? This event is about NFL players? Uh, the NFL Alumni Association. Uh, there's 100 to 125 uh, alumni that live in the LA area. Okay, and so be aged NFL players. Yeah, it's all just 
All it is is us and NFL players. And, and some ESPN personalities. You think Clayton Kershaw would, would come over there to reunite with you? I don't think Clayton's coming over to hang out with me. We can invite him, though. Clayton, you're doing the Lord's work. Him and Robert Ory. Got to invite Big Shot Rob. Great night. With who? Barry Sanders. Oh, Barry. I know Barry. I, I party with him. Wait, how did you get invited to this I know the guy who runs it. Oh. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I, always, I get invited to everything once. <laughs> I also believe that. Yeah. Minus your home, Regan, once. <laughs> you and Vanessa are, the only, are my only repeat customers. Yeah, hold on. Look at this, Jason. Uh-oh. All right. Well, I'm looking just at you. Strong eyebrow. Oh, very nice. So I got this for Regan at the art show. Oh, classy. Yeah, that's uh, from uh, Sarah's friend. And it's hung in the, right in the middle of the table. It's front and center. What does the ghost think of that, though? Ghost is happy so far. The ghost hates me, apparently, but... Are you, is the ghost making you slap your face? Mm. Yes. No, no. Uh, can we go hat shopping before this event? Can we go what? Hat shopping. Yes. Yes, we can. Done. I have no idea. Oh, hey, question. Should we invite Maniac to this? I'll get in his Stetson hat, and then we'll just roll in and be like, listen, if you want your Stetson hat, you got to come to an NFL party with me. Yes. Yeah. Oh, because he's the cutest little man. So cute. He'd be like, by the way, I've got an algorithm that can get you back in the NFL and tackling everyone in two days. I, FYI. I have a feeling that's a possibility. Sadly, it is. All right, folks, listen, um, the, uh, the movie's wrapping up. We're going to close it up. Uh, I wanted to let you know as well, because Regan, you would appreciate this. We, um, I opened up the, uh, I opened up the podcast. Ago. This podcast is sponsored by Trump Motivational Speeches. When you're a teenage girl and you're crying about the environment dying and your dreams are dead with it, boo hoo hoo. Guess who can turn that frown upside down? That's right, President Donald Trump with his motivational talks. You can get an email, a text, a tweet, or a voicemail from the President of the United States, and there's always a hint of orange just for you to make you feel good. So when you think climate change hasn't quite grabbed you by the balls and you needed to loosen up a little bit, let Donald Trump loosen it up with his motivational words of wisdom and positivity. I love that. That's fantastic. It almost sounds like I'm professional. Um, See you in a couple weeks. Father John, always a pleasure. Yes. I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. It is. <laughs> Love you guys. Talk to you soon. Love you. Bye. One of my favorite things in the world, let's, let's close on this, is the movie's ending, right? One of my favorite things in the world. And we do this, and they do this with me, and the rep does it. Um, you know, uh, we need to get Brett to do it more. But 
You get the I love you's in, man. Yeah. You get, you know, because I mean, it's it's a dark thing to say, but you never know when you're going to see someone again. You just this don't. True. We don't we don't control our destiny as much as we'd like to, right? We just we don't. But you get these opportunities, just you know, to, to and it used to be a weird thing. Like I remember growing up, it was a weird thing to say I love you to someone. It was, a, you know, my my dad rarely said it to me. It was just it was a weird thing, and uh, you know, and then now it's um it's 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 in a it's a thing that's embraced. It's one of those where you grab onto it, and it's like, man, I love you, yeah, because. And I think it, you know, if you're looking to that, if you're listening to to my beautiful talking and what's lapping up in the background, that's my dog just drinking water, just fucking up my monologue. God damn it! But you love him. But I do love him. I do love the banjo Bernard. I love him to death. But uh, no, I just it's one of those things that you know there's um, that I, that I don't think enough people do. And if I encourage one, you know, listen, this podcast is goofy. We have a lot of fun. We drink. We we we. It's sophomoric humor at best sometimes, but there are some nuggets you can take away. Uh, and if you're going to take away a couple things from, from, from this podcast, I would say this, and then John, I'd like you to chime in. One is it's never, you're, you're never too old to, to reinvent and do something. You can Google and you can see that Sam Jackson, and but, but you're a person, right? You're not a movie star. You're a person. You may want to be a nurse or an accountant at Taco Bell or whatever, <laughs> but you're never the only thing you're too old to, to do and this isn't even really true because there are there are strip clubs just for old people is to strip right and that's just flexibility and just working some things out but you can do it with a walker you're fine a couple years of yoga I think you can get there a couple years of yoga maybe a little jujitsu you can, you can roll with the best of them uh, that, that's one two is you know t- t- take this away man you, grab your friends love your life you know, as soon as you can love your life and love yourself, you can love other people. And you watch the intern, you know, we, we, we watch it, it's on the background, but there's a genuine smile even in the darkest of times in that movie. And that comes from just people loving themselves and loving the people around them. So once you surround yourself with people, if they're toxic and you don't like them, it's not with their family or not, get rid of them, boot them, kick them to the curb. But kick them to the curb knowing that they're the toxic one and you're not. All right. If you're continually kicking people to the curb, you might want to reevaluate yourself, right? If you're burning through friends and burning through stuff, it might be you and that's okay. Fix yourself, but love yourself and say, I love the other people. John, what else? You got anything else? No, I just, uh, just, uh, enforce that. Don't be afraid to make a change. If you're not happy, there's something you want to do and you're not liking what you're doing. Change it. That's what I'm doing. Exactly Going back right. to school in my forties. Living the dream and uh, just saying, hey, screw it. It's my life. I got one of them. I'm going to have a good time. I mean, I've got no children that I pay for. So that means no responsibilities. I mean, it's your life. It's now or never. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to live forever. No. I mean, listen, if you're worried about what's going to happen, you just listen to some Bon Jovi. All, all right. right? Let him take you home. And folks, <clears throat> now is the time. It's your favorite time. It is that beautiful, beautiful time of the podcast. Not only is it the end and you've, you've gone through two hours, you've, you've done 12 miles on the treadmill, you're feeling breath and you're just wondering what else. But let me just let you know. Now, you get to hear about a, a girl making her own choice. A young lady at two years old, figuring out how to take a shit by herself for the first time and how proud <laughs> she is to sing about it. So now it is that time to break forth the rhythm and the rhyme. She got hers, you get yours. 
there's going to be some sweat coming out of your pores. But now enjoy as we close out with my daughter singing it the first time. She took a shit. Ladies and gentlemen, we love you. Good night.